Welcome to the Horror and Hops podcast, a podcast about horror movies and great beer. Thanks for listening. Hello, welcome to the Horror and Hops podcast. This is episode seven. Glad to be here with our first time recording in the Sound of Thunder Studios. Dun, dun, dun. Thunder John, our producer, has opened up his room for us. I am Kevin Lambert. Here's always my friends Ryan Bork, Kevin Johnson, and Caleb Monroe. Yes. Good Friday evening, boys. Evening. Greetings and salutations. Yeah. Up. And a happy new year. It is. This episode will be dropping on a Monday in the new year. 2019. Woo. We like it recording <laughs> on Friday nights. It's fun. It is. So our fun movie of the evening from 1984, Wes oh. Craven's A Nightmare on Elm Street, the OG. Yeah. And drinking a wonderful beer, the New Belgium Triple. Triple. It's, it's very delicious. New Belgium it Triple. Eight and a half percent. Oh, mm. might stick with this one. Man, oh. yeah. From New Eight Belgium Brewing Company oh. in Fort Collins, Colorado. Mm. It is a big, beautiful Belgian-style ale, which opens with a bold blast of spicy noble hops Ooble. and gives way to the fruity aromas offered by traditional Belgian yeast. Again, I taste all of that. All of it. It is classically it. Yeah. smooth and complex, which it is. It's really smooth. Yes. And sings with a high note of sweet citrus before a pleasantly dry finish delivers a warm, strong, boozy bite. It does. I second that. All of it. Caleb. Yes. You have a story about this beer. Yeah. It's not an exciting story, but I'll tell it anyway. So I bought this beer. So again, we, we've we've had Crying Eagle. We featured them before. Uh, Crying Eagle uh, has had a tri- had a triple, not triple. Sorry, triple. Was we've the been saying yeah, it wrong. Apparently. We've been calling it wrong this whole time. So the triple, and it was it's wonderful. And so I was like, oh, you know, I was just I was at uh, Hocus Pocus, and I was like, oh look, a triple, as I called it at the time. I was like, let me buy this, and you know, new beer. So I didn't even look at the the, the alcohol content, like the percent. And so I had one at dinner. And Jamie was like, why don't you just drink some more? You're not going to. I was like, all right, sure. So I got four into this six pack. <laughs> and I mean, I'm on the couch. It's like 730. I'm like, shit. <laughs> Jamie's like, are you okay? I was like, I'm almost drunk. She's like, you had four beers. I was like, I know. I grabbed it. I was like, it's almost 9%. I was like, holy crap. Four beers and 9%. Yeah. So that was that was my first run in with the triple. It won. <laughs> Needless to say. It'll probably win again tonight. Yeah. Well, this is my first round. Been yeah. There. Be careful. But I will fight. I'll fight back. You will. You fight back. You know, I just had a funny thought. If uh, I was a brewmaster, I would make a triple and uh, contact Axel Rose, see if I could put his face on it <laughs> and call it the triple Axel <laughs> with him holding the uh, ice skate. Oh, Ryan, you are. You're that classy. is wonderful. You're, you are. I classy. would drink that beer. Me too. Uh, would you? Would, I would. would. All right, audience. <laughs> if audience. y'all would drink that beer, let me know. We'll make it happen. How are we, how are we gonna make this happen? We'll do a homebrew. Yeah. yeah, well, homebrew. Sure. Brew. Okay, homebrew it. We got friends. I have a kid. I have a kid. <laughs> we have friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See? Okay. Well, you there can you take go. the photo of Axel Rose. You look like him. Yeah. yeah. Exactly like him. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So there you go. So, oh, by the way, we actually had we had one person. Okay, actually, it was three people. Email us in for the, uh, I don't know if you remember from the last podcast, but we told you to give us a count on the, the as many times we said the word titties and boobs. And we, we had one one respond with an answer. We haven't checked it yet. But, but I, ch- we I checked it. Oh, did you? Was it right? What's their number? I never got their number. Oh, that would be important. I'll, okay, well, we'll talk about that after. I probably should have told you that. 
Yeah. I dropped the ball. Maybe you tell us the number first and then we see if he got it right. I can pull it up. I want to. I got it on my email. I don't have the number. Dang uh, it. Just kidding. Crap. Aww. We called him. Really I was really hoping. Yeah, he called me. We called him. I was really hoping Caleb would just throw out a number and I'd say like five higher than that. And be like, nope. I whispered a few titties when that last one you couldn't you didn't catch. Well, no, they uh, probably didn't catch the tits the season. Tits the season. I don't oh, know. No we one hits. ever does. No. Well, nope. here's here's the count in case we're curious. Uh they counted twenty eight titties and six boobies. So well, I think I, I think it was more than that. I don't know. Well, regardless to those listeners, thank you very Wait, much for is participating. It to be titties or tits? Oh, it doesn't or matter. Doesn't okay, matter. I think we, we were all over the place we were. with that word. Yeah. But regardless, we can uh for their efforts, we'll just we'll, we will come up with a reward. Yes, we will. It will not be alcohol. No, it will not. Especially if they're your students. They are my students. So <laughs> yes. You will not well, be getting alcohol. alcohol. Sorry. I'll get arrested and fired for yeah. that. So we will give you something. Uh thanks for participating in that. Yeah, I yeah. imagine anybody would rewind that and count them again. I know. But uh, thank you. That's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. Maybe a pair of silicone tits. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, we cannot give we cannot give my students <laughs> silicone tits. It's you, not alcohol. Again, I'll get you fired. Made me, like wheezy laugh on that one. <laughs> <laughs> old man laugh. I can't wait to get I can't wait to get called from the principal. So you gave your students silicone titties, but well, they won the competition. <laughs> what was I supposed to do? Yeah, that was the prize. Now we'll come wow. up with something. Neat and fun. Yeah, Ryan, stick to beer ideas. Well, you stick to that. Triple axle. There you triple go. Axle. Well, the triple axle from Ryan will be great. The triple from New Belgium is awesome. It is. Is this the one that had the rooster on the bottle? Remember that one? Uh, no. No, that was no, it had, that's... Like, coriander in it. I no. thought that was the, a tripel or triple. It, it might be. We'll look in a I like this one better. Okay. I was a little nervous about tonight. I was like, man, I've had that one. I don't... Yeah, I don't remember liking it, but this one... I don't think it's the one with the rooster. Right. Really smooth. And New Belgium is one of my favorite breweries. They are yep. very good. Not, not in Belgium. Lie. No, they're not in Belgium. I thought they were Fort at first. Collins, Colorado. Yeah, not even close. I was way wrong. Employee owned. Really I know really Fat Tire is one of Lambert's uh, favorite beers. Yeah, it is. Fat Tire was... I had it at my wedding. It was the beer that turned me into the snob I am today. Thank about you. beers. Thank you, New Belgium. Trying to be a snob about everything, but it's definitely okay. beer. But yeah. So, moving on. Movie news. To, uh, movie news. Yes, thank you, Please. Caleb. You're welcome. Why don't you kick us off there with what you have? Okay, so um, so I've got a movie that I don't think it's quote unquote a horror movie, but it's something I will go see actually, and it is kind of horrorish. So this is by um, James uh, Gunn, who is the guy who did the first two Guardians of the Galaxy movies, who is no longer doing the third one because he had insensitive tweets out like years ago. So, um, but he is coming out with this. It is a superhero movie kind of. It's called Bright Burn. It's based off of a comic book. I've never read the comic, although I probably will go read it now. Um, and it's it's pretty much, if you look up the trailer on it, they've got kind of the first trailer out. It's really neat. It's pretty much what would happen if Superman landed on Earth. Like, if you watch the trailer, I even think there's a hint of the Superman theme song. Like, a, a meteor uh, spaceship crashes to this, you know, this couple that can't have a baby, and turns out the baby, the kid has superpowers. He's an alien. Like, just like Superman, heat vision can fly, super strong, all that stuff. But the weird take on it is, what happens if Superman were crazy and evil? And so, the whole movie is of this little kid who's got Superman powers who's a bit deranged. And so, like, not they don't show a whole lot, but like at one point you see him kind of attack this lady, and he's like tormenting this person, and it's it looks kind of creepy. I don't think it's going to be a horror movie, like I said, but it just I don't know. It, it seemed it's right up my alley, you know, superheroes and then horror stuff now. So yeah, trying to well, James Gunn, he's he's dabbled in both. He has he's done a little successfully. He did, you, you told me he did what was it? Slither. Again? Slither. Never yeah, seen that was it. An, it was an awesome movie. All right, I'll take you more on for the it. comedy side of horror. Okay, 
I guess not. Not Is that comedy. With Elizabeth Banks. Yes, she's in this one too. Actually, mm-hmm. for reals. Yeah, actually, yeah. Her. Uh, she's the main character. She's the mom. Uh, David Denman who is uh, Pam's husband, uh, uh, Roy. He plays Roy on The Office, if you know who that is. The Office was on Thunder's TV, so brought that to mind. But uh, yeah, those are the two parents. Funny um, enough, Pam and James Gunn were married. The girl. No. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if they still are. Oh, they were. Probably not. A while. They don't usually make it in Hollywood. It's sad. Poor things. I know. Bless their hearts. That's okay. Caleb. They're still millionaires. So yeah, there you go. So uh, it comes out uh, Memorial Day, by the way. Um, so I'm looking forward to checking that one out. I'd watch that. Cool. Good to know. Yeah, I would too. Put it on the list. All right. That's all I got. What you got, Kev? Well, I'm going to talk about the phenomenon that's sweeping social media right now called Bird Box. Oh, my God. Bird, yes. Bird Box. Please the, tell me what this movie that is, is about. That is the only thing on any of my news feeds. Me too. Me too. It's Bird Box. And I watched it last night. It's based on a book by Josh Mallerman that came out in 2014. And it stars Sandra Bullock and John Malkovich. Ooh, I like her. Mm-hmm. Netflix original movie. They bought the rights to the book, made a movie. It's actually a really good movie. Not too scary, in my opinion. Probably more of a thriller good. than a horror movie. But essentially, there's this unseen presence that is sweeping the globe. And if you look at it, it causes you to commit suicide. That's not cool. So it, it starts out with the outbreak. And I'm not going to give any spoilers, but... It flashes back and forth from the beginning of the outbreak to five years later where Hmm. Sandra Bullock and her two kids are trying to reach this safe place. And they're all blindfolded and, you know, nobody can take off their blindfold in case they see the presence. And it was pretty good. I mean, there was a lot of – there was no jump moments, but there were some good tension moments. There was a few times last night where I was like, no, no, no. (laughs) Yes. uh, I like that stuff. It was good. It was good. Worth a watch. Okay. So is it better than A Quiet Place? Because that sounds a lot like... It is a lot like A Quiet, quiet Place. Which I like That was a really good movie. That's a great movie. I do too. But it sounds the same. It was more intense than scary. Like it had a it, lot of like, tense It's definitely more moments. intense than scary. Um, it touches on a few different aspects than A Quiet Place. Nice. Put them side by side. I, I, I like Not both of them. Not to critique Bird Box. Yeah, no, I like both of them. I like both of them. All right. Um... I think Bird Box is worth a watch. It's probably the best Netflix original movie that they've done yeah. that oh, awesome. I've seen. Good. And John Malkovich is great in it. Yeah. I love John Malkovich. Oh, I didn't know he was in it. So. That's exciting. It was good. Very Ryan, good. What you got? I'm going to watch Bird Box. Uh, okay. Uh, I actually just saw this trailer before we started. Um, but if you're a fan of Get Out, we have a new movie coming up with uh, directed, written and directed by Jordan Peele. And it is called Us. I'm not going to go into any plot things that I recognize in the movie trailer. Just the movie trailer's out. Go watch it. It looks pretty crazy. Yeah. If you're a fan of Get Out, you'll probably like this. So check it out. It's called Us. I'd Comes actually out. even go to say, if you weren't a fan of Get Out, watch this one. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it looks it looks very different. I wasn't the... I thought Get Out was pretty good movie. Like, yeah. in, like the written, like written and everything. Like the ending was good and everything. But I think it's because I went into it thinking how scary it was going to be and it wasn't scary. I didn't feel like it was scary. Yeah. I just thought it was a cool movie. Yeah. This uh, one looks well scary though. Like there, this looks there, like a horror There were movie, some though. there were some things that like made me jump and get out a little bit. It was very psychological like, scary. Yeah, it was yeah. more psychological scary. Yeah. Wouldn't like horror scary. This one looks a little bit scary. It does. So, I agree. Oh yeah. Uh Good I'll time. say this maybe a hint of the strangers. No mask and everything. Uh, yeah. 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 Yep. Um but it's not going to be anything like that. 
I thought of the bear mask and the shining. But there's a yeah, um, some mask. That's what I thought about. The mask stuff going on. Bear mask. That kind of at first it reminded me of ooh, it's kind of like the strangers. And then as the trailer went on, it's like okay, this is nothing like the strangers, but. Uh, the mask part of it. Uh, anyways, go watch the trailer. Yes. It's yeah. called Us. Looking forward to that one. I'm also looking forward to it. I haven't looked into it any further than when it was announced. But Jordan Peele is supposed to be doing like a Candyman reboot. Ooh, I don't know yeah. if Tony Todd's involved. Heard I think that's, that. what I, I, that's what I read was holding it up. Is that you Tony Todd? Him. How, right. can you have, yes. how can you have Candyman without Tony Todd? I think that's maybe that's why they're hesitating. Yeah. On Who's it. Tony Todd? I don't watch horror movies. He plays Candyman. Candy oh, he's Candy oh, okay. Oh, maybe we should watch Candyman soon. Ooh, Absolutely, I love that. Movie. Absolutely, yeah. I love Candyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy with the hook, right? Yeah, yeah. hook hand or something. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's Not so all. much a hand. I've seen a picture of it where I mean, I know he's, he's like the guy with the hook for big a big sweetheart thing. person. I'm looking forward to watching this movie and talking about it. Me I love a Nightmare on Elm Street, the original one. Well, I'm glad I don't. So, I'm I'm excited about this movie. I love this movie too. I remember the first time I saw it. The first time I saw a Freddy Krueger movie was the second one. When I was like in junior high, thinking it was going to be really scary. Yeah, so there was... There's I mean, like four, aren't there? Like four real sequels? six or seven. So, wow, way off their mind. <laughs> yeah, New, New Nightmare is six, I think. But New Nightmare is one of the best There's one ones called too. Dream Warriors, yeah. right? Yep. So yeah, I've seen that okay. box before. And I the think if, you, if anyone remembers from our maybe first podcast, uh, maybe I think I said the first horror movie I ever watched was Dream Warriors. Yep. Yeah, yeah I remember Dream Warriors part. Oh, there it was you go. part three, right? Yep. You're welcome. Yeah. Three. Yeah. It's one of the cheesier. It's not as cheesy right. as part two. Part yeah. two, I remember watching it and I was like, well, this wasn't scary. And I was. We should a watch teenager. that instead. <laughs> no. No. It, it remind you of Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, then we should watch it. <laughs> I'm down. It's not. It's still cool. Change of it's a Freddy Krueger movie, and it's got some cool effects. Okay. But uh, I've told the story before about going to the video store when I was a kid. My dad had written all the horror movies. Then Nightmare on Elm Street was after the Jason movies. Uh, and Jason never really scared me. I liked the movies a lot. But going to see part two, rented that one, was kind of like, man, that wasn't really scary. The only reason I picked up the second one wasn't pulling out Orion and going for the sequels <laughs> first. They didn't have the original was not in stock. Uh, he told me, you know, the, the cool teenage kid behind the counter was like, "Oh, you'll dig the second one too, man." Yeah, but that's so not you watching them out of order. I know. No, it was. I guess back then I didn't it. care. It was different back then. <laughs> You've changed. I've changed a lot. You've changed. I remember I, even, I watched Urban Legends two before I saw Urban <gasps> Legends one. Uh, Still haven't seen Urban Legends one actually. I feel so, like we don't need to. But that side of me is in the past. He's in the past. And what about anymore. Freddy versus Jason? <laughs> I love that movie. Really? I saw it in theaters. Yeah, <laughs> I did too. I yeah. saw it in theaters. That, was, that movie was awesome. Oh man, well, we'll touch on that a little bit afterwards. But yeah, the first I went back to return Freddy to Nightmare on Elm Street two, right? And the first one was in stock. Picked it up, thinking oh, it'll just be fun to watch. It's not going to scare me, and I was freaked out big Great. time. The original is the scariest one, without yeah. doubt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, my six-year-old wife. That wow, that sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh just so we're clear. <laughs> Damn. Just so we're clear, I'm not married to a six-year-old. Casey, cops listen to this. shit. <laughs> my my wife, good. when she was six years old, man, comma. See, <laughs> commas make a big difference, guys. When you write things out, but when you speak, you can't you tell. Never, your commas. So. Are, or bad on the last one you, you did the bread okay, thing I said the word like bread just you couldn't hear the word like anyways oh, my, bread shut up <laughs> my wife when she was six not my six year old wife <laughs> uh, she's gonna love me for that um 
she <laughs> lost where I was going with this. <laughs> I know. Sorry. My, I was telling my wife we were watching tonight and she was like, oh yeah, I watched that. I was like, you don't like horror movies. She goes, yeah, I don't. But I watched it when I was six. I was like, great. So my wife, when she was six years old, there we go, <laughs> apparently can make it through this movie. I was like, I must, I, I should be able to get through it. So I've got, I've got hopes that I won't be too terrified. But my 30 year old wife <laughs> has never seen it. Thanks. And she, so she said, have fun good. with your friends. God, wow. That was good, Caleb. I'm not going to live that one down for a while. <laughs> well, with that, I guess we should. I wish I, Ryan, Kev, y'all talking about, you remember the first time you saw this movie? I believe the first time I saw it was probably God, early junior high, maybe late elementary. I was at my cousin's house and they watched it. And I remember it was pretty freaky. Yeah. Like when you're 11 or 12 and watching Freddy for the first time. Like you said, this one's a lot scarier than any of the sequels. Yeah. Yay. Not to discredit them. They, they're no, no, no. very the fun. Sequels are still fun, but this one's more. And the new nightmare comes along and Wes Craven took it back. Yep. I'll I heard that, that one was really scary, but I heard a lot of people didn't we'll like it. about that afterwards. Oh, yeah, we can talk about that afterwards. Rorschach. Right? Ryan, what about you? I, I really don't remember the first time. I was very young, had to been, you know, uh, 11 or 12 Another one of those things where we probably, uh, my brother probably got it for us and uh, me and my friend and we snuck watch it at night after my parents went to bed. Snuck. If you're all like wondering like, oh, are these dudes watching scary movies when oh, yeah, they're 10 years old? You always yeah. wait until mom and dad fall asleep. Well, of course. Yeah. So. With the volume like almost, you know, all the way down and then you go up one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, this is good. Yeah, that's a great movie. I'm really excited to show it to you, Caleb. Oh, uh, me too. So look forward to the intermission with Caleb screaming. It, it'll be back. <laughs> it'll Last be one we were laughing. Yay. Give it a pause, watch along with us, and come back. Yep. See you soon. My heart skipped a beat, guys. Not even scary. It's just a sound. <laughs> what the hell is a lamb doing in there? Is he a goat fucker? I hate all of you. <laughs> Why? Ugh. Who do you think you are? It's Mr. Big Stuff. Oh shit, what is that? <laughs> oh, I forgot how much I hate you guys. Oh my god! Oh, what is happening? I miss Santa Claus. Oh, no, 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 no! Oh no, here it comes! Here it comes! I hate all of you. Welcome back to the Horror and Hops podcast, episode 7. We just enjoyed, very much so, Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. It was something. And Triple from the New Belgium. Mm. It's good. Almost in the New Belgium country. You did. It's not a country. Well, I mean, it is a country, but I not. stopped myself. Good call. First reactions. Kept Ryan and Kevin for seeing it before. How was it watching it again? It was, uh, it was a delight, you know. Uh, thumbs up for me. Yeah. Thumbs up. It's good. Good. Yeah. Thumbs up. A fun movie. Caleb, what'd you think? Well... This is kind of our first. We've watched classics, but this was we like have. a slasher classic. Slasher classic. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Um, I, a I'm lot just, of things were ripped off from years after this one. Yo, no, I was about to say, I get a lot I, of stuff from this movie. Yeah, I've always seen. You know, I try to watch horror movies sometimes, and this there's definitely a bunch of you know callbacks to this movie in current movies. Um, so I, I will say this though, like after the movie was over, I kind of thought to myself, I was like, you know what? I was like, I think I can handle '80s horror movies now. I, I mean, too. they're 
there are some spots in the movie that got me, but it was all jump like jump scares. It yeah. wasn't anything, you know, not like The Conjuring where I wanted to shit my pants the entire time. It was just stuff like random Freddy popping out of nowhere that scared me. Can I ask um, you this? Sure. Like, um, all right, '80s slasher versus something like The Shining that was made in the '80s. Did The Shining have more of a scare effect on you? Yes. Then, yeah, I, yeah. I think so. And it was just—I think it was because. I don't know. I guess it was. I, don't I think know. it's because it movies was, after Halloween, Friday Thirteenth, and then this one. After yeah. all those movies, when all the all the countless sequels, even though they're good, some of them. Some of them. Uh, the the thing was is like it's our generation's version of Saw and Final Destination, where it was like the first one, first two, three may have been good. But after that, they were literally made every year just to show you new ways to kill people. Ah, uh, okay. And like in the case of Nightmare on Elm Street, it was like, let's come up with the craziest ways Freddy Krueger can kill people in their dreams and come up with the most cheesiest oh, it one-liners. Was, it has some cheesy one-liners. That's that was... What, then the first one, very, yeah. sound, that, was very, oh, that was tame, yeah. That was? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. it, it, got a lot of, it got a lot worse. Even like towards the end of it... Um, when Freddie's like talking to her in the yeah. bedroom, uh, like it's pretty dark and creepy. Oh, it was very compared creepy compared to the other ones. Yeah, yeah. like Freddie uh, four and five. Four or, and five are so bad. Oof. It's it's all about yeah. storyline and acting too. Yeah. Like The Shining, you know, total different. Yeah. Obviously, total different genre yeah. of horror. Um, I mean, like the acting in this movie is really good though. Like, it was good, despite was. the fact that it's eighties. Like looking at the movies that came out with this one. Well, it's because like, it's, it's, it's a Johnny Depp movie. What is it? They, it, it? Yeah, you know, Johnny Depp controls everything he's in. Every scene. And he improved a lot. He improved the little <laughs> noise he made. And he improved. Yeah, he improved. Chow, chow, chow. That's right. Oh, yeah. And the half shirt. That was all oh, his boy. ideas. And his unibrow. Did we notice his unibrow? <laughs> it was only strong in the middle, though. I feel like it shaved that much. Are they all only strong in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, what I mean is like like right in the... Like there, it didn't look like it connected. It was like a little soul patch unibrow. It wasn't like Anthony Davis. Unibrow. Not at all. That mother trucker. Oh, yeah. but man, he can, he can dunk. His is strong in the middle. Strong in the middle. <laughs> Both basketball and unibrow. And yeah, for his position. Yeah, he's strong yeah, in the man, middle, too. Look at that yeah, guy. He's Double entendre. Nailed it. Mm. We'll call him up after this because we have his number. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Anthony Davis. <laughs> Can you he listen to this? <laughs> yeah, we'll take tickets. By the way, we'll record with you, and you can you record can be with a us. Guest. We won't even make you pay anything. <laughs> all as all, uh, any other guest. <laughs> yeah, have to pay to be on the show. I guess you got to pay to be on the show for this because we've yeah, had got s- our Patreon. <laughs> Unless the beer loves us, like as we love the beer, New Belgium Triple. Mm, Thank you, Triple. Oh, nice, fresh one. <laughs> Don't laugh, Caleb. I have to. That's not funny. Well, let's move on to the movie, shall we, Caleb? All right. So. Let's go to Caleb's play-by-play of The Nightmare on Elm Street. And let me say, I don't like interrupting you all the time, but this movie, all the effects were done practical. You can tell. And no special effects. Definitely. Except for him walking through bars. That's like the only computer. That was real. He phased himself through it. You not seen the flash? real? Ryan. I have nothing. <laughs> yeah. Looked real to me. Just a yes or no. That's all I was asking for. <laughs> nothing. I think what it's all re- real. What a response. There you go, yeah. You're but, always ready, Ryan, and then we so, throw you at it. Damn it. Just as that, what I, my point was, heads up, there's a lot in this one. Yeah, you stop so, me, buddy. You stop me. Let's go. All right, then. So, uh, the movie pretty much starts out with a dream. Uh, again, so, okay, so, oh, sorry. Backtrack for a second. Directed by Wes Craven. Directed by, it was? Yeah, I thought he just did the new ones. 
No, no, no. No, no, no. I just yeah. did the original. I don't I don't know. Know. I sequels just except to, for New Just Nightmare. to kick off the intro with the credits going. Okay. The uh, the whole sequence of him in the boiler room, like, creating his glove. Do y'all think that was part of somebody's dream, or y'all think that was the real Freddy? Like, like pre they, all the dream the stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, pre... Well, I thought that was... Okay, so, like, okay, I'm glad you said that. So, I was... The only thing I knew about the movie... Other than he was, you know, him killing people in dreams. I mean, I knew that. That's yeah. kind of common knowledge that Freddy's in dreams. Um, but I knew that he was a child. I didn't know if he was like a child rapist or murderer. I didn't know exactly. I mean, you find out he's a, he murdered they, children. They, yeah, they just said in this one that he <laughs> murdered children. Yeah. So I, I always I knew it was something with him and kids, and I knew that the parents in the town somehow burned him alive. Like that was what I went in knowing. Uh, so I actually, when the movie started, I thought that was like the flashback of him making his weapon. And I thought we were going to see him kill a kid and then watch the parents burn. Him. Like I thought it was going to go that way. That uh, so like in the remake. Like, that is, oh, that, what happens that in the is, yeah. Oh, well, I, that, thought you, I thought you saw the remake. No, you the, haven't seen the remake? Why would I see the remake? Well, that's what I was going to oh, give. Man. That's what I do like about the remake. It's a lot more detailed about his, uh, yeah. That, well, I, he, I think the beginning was a dream sequence because he was already. Yeah, burned. yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's why okay. I was about to say yeah. the same. But thing. it is interesting that the whole opening because you don't really know what's right in the '80s and the original. It's just bam. And we were watching yeah. this time. Yeah. I tried putting my in the mind frame of that's the bad thing with these like the big horror movies, Halloween and Friday Thirteenth, and, and this one. There's so many sequels that before at our age, before we even watched one, we knew. Who they were without seeing a movie, right? So when you watch yeah, I mean, the they're, first they're one, pop you're, culture icon. Yes. Yeah. So when you see the first Friday Thirteenth, and you know Jason's not even a killer in that movie. Sorry, Whoa! Caleb. Spoiler! <laughs> Sorry. Damn! Great. <laughs> I guess I'll never watch it now. We were never going to watch those. It's so true. They're, they're not. Yeah, we were never going to watch those. Um, but that my point is is that's it's. I try to like when I see the the first ones, you know, it's you try to put yourself in that mind frame of like, well, no one knows who Freddy Krueger is, so that that storyline of the the parents killed him, and now that's he's by killing the children, he's getting back, back at the parents, right? Yeah. So, and I think that's what Wes Craven had in mind. Oh yeah, that's it, why I love I love Wes Craven. By the way, it, like he's he's a genuine guy. Yeah, very genuine. Uh, Right. Genuine, Rest in uh, peace to him. His... Glasses in the air. Did for he die? Wes Craven. He passed away. Yeah, we lost him. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. A few years ago. I did not know that. Yeah. But Sorry, he's Craven made us a lot of great movies. A lot of bad movies, too, but that's part of the journey. I wouldn't know. Um, but I think he had a lot more intentions with this movie than just being a horror movie. Yeah. I think he, I'm, personally, I, I believe he nailed them all. Well, I mean, it was a good movie. The, the, character, Craven, the character of Freddy Krueger. He banged him. <laughs> he banged them all. <laughs> well, the so before you get into the play with like Caleb, I guess uh, the inspiration for the movie. He was reading. Um, I know it's a weird noise my mouth made. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think. I'm glad you addressed it. Something in the a paper he in the paper he read, and it was about these Asian soldiers Los who Angeles were Times. Los Angeles Times. Thank you, Kev. Uh, about these soldiers who were dying in their sleep especially there was one in particular who um they were covering it and he kept staying awake he stayed awake for like four days and then his parents gave him sleeping pills he fell asleep and they ran to him while he was screaming before they wake him up he was dead wow and that's a true story apparently he that's where he got it got the that's half the influence the other half was he says when he was a kid he lived in a neighborhood and it was a dark street 
pardon me. And he wakes up <laughs> one night and looks out the window, and there's this guy walking in the street oh, nope. who's wearing a hat. And that's where the whole image of Freddy came from. Ah. He's wearing a hat, and he's walking in the middle of the street, and he just kind of sees a silhouette. And it was kind of like my story with mm-hmm. the person with their dog in my yard. Yeah. You see a creepy silhouette in your yard. But uh, So we need to make a movie? He stops and looks up at Wes Craven's window. And as a kid, he ducks because it freaks him out, and he waits a couple seconds. And as he peeks back over and looks, the guy stares at him and does one of those, like, you know, like, charging at you kind of things and then walks away laughing. It's like, oh, I just messed with this little kid. He thought it was funny. Yeah. But Wes Craven never forgot that. Hmm. And that was the influence behind Freddy Krueger. Interesting. Yeah, it's really cool. Very interesting. And I'll talk about more about Robert England. England. England? Who's that? I've never learned how to pronounce his last name. It's spelt... Robert England. 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 Like the country? England. No, it's not spelled. But it's like not England. an A. It's not, it's not spelled. spelled. Yeah, so that's why. England. Oh. But I've never heard. Gotcha. But help me out there, Caleb. Tell me a story. Tell you a story. I can tell you a lot of stories. About the movie. About the movie. What okay. Happened? What happened? I just wanted to make sure. Um, so yeah, so, it, so like Ryan said, it opens up with a dream sequence, which I wasn't sure in the beginning. Um, but then Freddy starts popping up out of nowhere. You don't really see him either. You don't see his face like too close. You just kind of, he. You, you see the kind of the patented, you know, dragging the, the metal uh, claws, fingers, knives, whatever you want to call them. They're not even fingers. That's what's funny. I always, as a kid, I always imagined they were like Wolverines with yeah. claws. You know, like they shot off his hands. It's a glove he made. Yeah. Well, I just so mean, they were like it gives him more of a realistic. Right. That's true. That was a glove. Mm-hmm. It was a glove. Yeah, I know that. Uh, Ryan, shut up. So he takes his. He is so funny. He takes his knife gloves, whatever you want to call them, and drags them across the metal pipes, and that's kind of a... Knife gloves. Thank you. And drags them across the metal pipe, and that's kind of a sound that you hear over and over again throughout the movie, uh, which is just, just, you know, good good film 101, right? Establish that creepy noise that that lets the the audience know something, you know, shitty is about to happen. And so, uh, you don't really see him at first, uh, and I could imagine, now that you say that, you're right, because I already know what Freddy looks like, and we all do, you know, but I could imagine, like, never really seeing him before and going into that movie, like, that would be scary as shit because because yeah. he literally just pops up behind her scratches at her her stomach area and then all of a sudden the girl tina right yeah tina tina, tina yeah. pops up and she's you know wide awake her mom comes in she's like oh it's just a bad dream and she's got claw she's got her her little nightgown clawed at. and i love the mom she's like you gotta cut your nails sweetheart you know you gotta <laughs> cut your stop nails that dreaming. yeah stop that dreaming and cut your nails boy that's sound advice right there right who doesn't want to tell their child that ryan you have daughters don't forget yeah. one day you tell stop them that. that dreaming stop that dreaming <laughs> and cut your nails sweetheart you're gonna cut yourself uh, laugh like an old man again <laughs> were you were you dreaming again <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> You're not getting knife all the day. Not getting knife tonight. Stop that. <laughs> so, so, so that's where uh, so that's where the movie kind of kicks in that you're like, oh no, there's this guy who's in their dreams who's trying to murder them. Um, and then it goes to the next day at school, which probably had the best line of the entire movie, in my opinion. When Ron, it was Ron, wasn't it? Rod. Rod? Rod? Yeah, well, I'm partially Rod much more fitting Lane. name. I'm partially Rod deaf, I'm sorry. Lane. Rod Lane. So Rod is your, your patent. <laughs> well, what's I'm funny, laughing. Ryan? Oh, Thunder is, he's being a rascal over there. Uh, always. Rod, sorry. So Rod comes up and he, he tells T. Played to, by, in the script, by? Uh, the name Nick Corey. Nick Corey. Not Nick Corey. What? Uh, back in the 80s, apparently a Hispanic male would just never made it. In a American movie, so but. this guy named his it's spelled J S U, Jesus. Okay, Jesus Garcia. Okay, uh, got the part, and so he's playing an Italian man. He is. He's not Italian. Uh, he's all. not Italian. 
doesn't even look Italian. He's very Spanish. Well, and fun fact, Italian. we'll talk to it as his scenes come up more and more. He was on heroin the entire movie. I could kind of tell from the sweat. He has come out and said he's clean for 25 years so far. Oh, well, good job, as you. the documentary I watched. There but go, Rod. Uh, at hey, the time you. of the movie. Uh, heroin up, eh? I was going to say baked out of his mind, but I don't think I don't that's the right point you're on heroin. Anyone ever been on heroin? Riding here? the dragon. None of us. Riding the Whatever dragon. Whatever it is. <laughs> Something. I don't but know. yeah, that's big eye, big pupils and sweat is what <laughs> I, I gather. That makes that. sense. So we'll we'll touch that on as it comes around, Caleb. Okay. So on, um, so Rod comes up and oh at this point you kind of meet the main four, you know, the main quartet of the movie. So you got Tina. I cut you off. You again. said the the best line of the movie. What did yeah. Rod say? Oh no, I was getting there. Sorry. So hold on. I'm getting there. Calm I, down. I thought I cut you off. No, not yet. You're good. So you so off. you meet <laughs> so you meet Rod, you meet Tina, you meet Nancy, who's the main character of the movie. Uh even though she's not the first one you meet. And then you meet um Glenn, not double in Glenn, just regular one in Glenn. Uh and those are the main four the characters. Worst kind of Glens. I'll tell you. <laughs> worst kind of Glens. So so Rod comes up and he's like, Hey Tina, I woke up with a hard on for you. And of course she makes fun of his penis size. <laughs> And his name's Rod. <laughs> what? So his name's Rod. Thanks, Rod. And so, so yeah. So you know, makes that. Just <laughs> 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 did something cool with my glass and the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I think your chair <laughs> squeezed. I thought you farted again. No. Caleb farted in front of me for the first time tonight. <laughs> Sit next to me watching a movie. Throw that out there. Huh? Thought you know did that, it again. People? Thought you did it again. <laughs> no. That's Caleb farting. I'm sorry, Caleb. I didn't mean to. That happens to everyone. We all do it. It's okay. So no, it was the chair, people. So uh, <laughs> so so Rock comes up, and after his hard on joke, he <laughs> he also <laughs> says, "Up yours like a twisted lawnmower." <laughs> Or twirling, twirling lawnmower, excuse me. Yeah. Twirling lawnmower. Yes, thank you. That was the line I was trying to get to. Yes, ah, my favorite. Line. I'm sorry, Caleb. <laughs> Ruining your moment. It's okay, buddy. So, so yeah. So he, well, that movement. Yeah, it's totally ruined. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Caleb. It's totally ruined. All right. Off the rails early. This Moving evening. on. Yes. So, <laughs> triples. Triple doubles. Triples. <laughs> Triple X. Basketball is everywhere in this podcast. All right. So. So yeah, so the, the, kind of, the movie kind of moves along, um, and then uh, Tina's like, "Hey, let's have a sleepover at my house." And Johnny Depp tries to trick his parents by playing like this horrific car crash scene in a shootout with the with his boombox. <laughs> I don't know why he thought that was gonna work. Like people are getting murdered, and the mom's like, "He's like, all oh, the neighbors just having an argument. Someone's like dying on the tape." Um, so yeah, so they have this sleepover because Tina's scared, obviously. Um, and then Rod shows up to ruin the moment, uh, and he kind of he takes a, a little. It's a hoe, isn't it? He takes a little a, a garden hoe, a little mm-hmm. garden rake, yeah. yeah. And he drags it on the the glass, and you hear you know the eh, little sound, and so they think it's Freddy. Um, and so, oh, I'm sorry, all three have been dreaming. About I, yeah, this. thank you. I was, I was about to say, yeah, we don't we don't realize up to this point. Well, sorry, Nancy admits she had a dream. Uh, because she says Glenn, the claws. I guess Glenn never did. Glenn it was never Rod admitted. Rod said he did. Glenn, Glenn yeah. Nev- yeah, Glenn never admitted it, but he did. You could tell. I mean, later on, he did. Well, he definitely did later on. Yeah. Uh, and oh, Rod definitely. <laughs> Rod admits it too. <laughs> totally, dude. <laughs> Johnny Depp got it good. <laughs> Spoilers, man. Come on. Oh fuck. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you should have seen the movie by now if you're listening to this. So yeah. So 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 again, they all go outside. Rod shows up, and <laughs> Rod shows up, and then of course, you know, typical '80s horror movie. Rod and Tina go up, and they start doing it. And can we just say it was a bit outlandish? A bit. Rod loud. made a lot of sounds. He made a lot of sounds. 
A lot, a lot of, oh, I thought he was passing a kidney stone. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I really did. Like, it sounded painful. It hey, look, as someone who has passed a kidney stone once, yeah. it did not sound like oh, Okay. Well, it didn't sound good. I'll just put it that, that way. Is, I mean, it's the sound, same sounds I make. And Glenn. Ha! <laughs> well, Tina's enjoying it, too. You know, they, at least they didn't leave it like that. It wasn't it's just true. all raw. And you can only hear it, and if the camera's on Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, Glenn. Yeah. And he was, he's just like... He's pissed. Until he's he got blue balls. He's, <laughs> well, he thought him and Nancy were going to have a little yeah. do-si-do. He oh, man, Nancy's a good girl. He got none. He didn't get any. Which is, I'll say this, mm -hmm. as the being the typecast in the 80s, looking for like the good girl who's going to survive. Right. She was a badass. She, she was. Wasn't, she, wasn't just, she was the good old clean girl, but she was also like... We'll get to her side. The fighter. We'll get to her in yeah. the end. She was, she was a, a fan of Nancy. Yeah. Nancy. It's a good She's name. Awesome. Nancy. Strong woman named Nancy, apparently. Nancy yeah, Reagan. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> and more. Who else? <laughs> Shit. Uh, Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> okay. That's kind of look alike, that's, that's actually. That's two, actually. Who else? Uh, Nancy from uh, Stranger Things. Okay. Yeah. I don't know Nancy's okay. last name. Keep going. The uh, the guys who created Stranger Things, the way they pitched it to Netflix, I might be, I don't know how totally correct this is, but this is what I've heard. That when they pitched it to Netflix, they made a fake trailer using scenes from Poltergeist, Nightmare on Elm Street, and like mm -hmm. Goonies, you know, like some of the kid movies, and like collaborated them. The scene in the sleepover where Nancy's sleeping and the crucifix falls and yeah. Freddy's like body pushes through. That was creepy. That is a that they did that in Stranger Things. Yeah, they did. You're right. Like, yeah. A few times. Yeah, and I it was, was like it was scared joy the first I was like, time. Uh, so that's kind yeah. of like a little. It was very scary Nightmare too. Elm Street yeah. reference. Like, I, like out of nowhere, you just see this face. Like, and it's, it was again. There weren't there weren't a lot of really like scary parts in this movie outside of like jump scares. But like that part got me. That part, and there was another part later with a phone. We'll talk about. But, uh, but yeah, like I mean, the face just like you can just see the face kind of just barely poking out, and then more and more. It was oh, it was that was yeah. horrifying. It's cool. It was that good. was a every, the whole movie was filmed like a soundstage, so everything was built except mm. for the outdoor stuff. Right. But um, they basically put like a screen above her bed and had Robert England. Actually, it's not Robert England. Actually, it's the makeup guy. He's oh. standing behind it. He's the one pushing through the screen. Oh, that's cool. And then, you know, they're telling him when to pull back and all that stuff. It was but, creepy. Yeah, he did great. It looks like even watching it now on like Thunder's Awesome TV, that HD thing. Ooh. It was... <laughs> It still had like I was like watching it. I'm like, oh, that's real. That's not even like a yeah. CGI thing. See, I thought yeah. that might have been some type of like however they did CGI back then. I thought yeah. that might have been. No, that was like a real was a practical, real practical, effect. practical effects. Right? That's cool, man. That was pretty cool. Movies. So, so okay, and so there's a lot more to come. Yeah. So then we get to <laughs> it was kind of the goofiest and it was also creepy uh, part in the movie. So the first time you like really see Freddy, Tina falls asleep. Freddy's start throwing rocks at her windows, you know, like a classic 80s romance uh, story. And of course she goes outside. I don't know why. There's this creepy ass voice like, Tina. And if, I don't know why she went out. <laughs> that was my best Freddy voice. <laughs> Sorry, it was bad. I don't know. <laughs> so, so she goes outside and this is again, you get the real money shot as I'll call it. Um, where, where like Freddy really pops up for the first time and you see him in all his burn gooey glory goodness and put his arms i laughed out loud he's got yeah. like he's got like stretch armstrong arms going on they're like 20 feet it's wide like a marionette was, thing was, well i mean that's what it was the, there yeah. was there was guy there were guys on the roofs around with them strings with fishing poles ah. lifting his arm up and the i've watched an interview with a cinematographer black i think it's jaskin something sure um 
but he had said when they were filming it, he even looked at Wes Craven and the guy producing, who is the brother of the teacher, Lynn Shea, who's in Insidious. Ah. Um, Robert Shea. Robert the producer, Shea. they got in a lot of fights over this movie, apparently, while they were making it. Really? But um, that's what he had told them. He, like, they filmed it, and he goes, we can't put this in the movie. <laughs> it's, it looks stupid. It did. But back then, in 1984, it scared people. I mean, it was... Like, it came off as very effective. Yeah. But yeah, in this day and age, watching that, it's like, what? Why are his arms stretch arms straight <laughs> long? Stretch arms it looks like they don't anything's even, possible. It in looks a dream. like an accordion. It like did. It's got the folds yeah. and everything. It did. Like, that doesn't look real but, at all. Okay, so so again, I laughed at that. I won't lie. But then, like, you get to the first scene of him like chasing her, and the way I don't know what it was. I even wrote in my notes like the way he chased her yeah. is so creepy. That's one of my favorite things. The oh, first time I saw this, movie, it was like watching oh. all three of those. I always I always bring up these two movies. Thinking about this one just because the franchises, but Halloween. Friday Thirteenth and Fred by my Elm Street. The way he chases the victims is the best. It's it's like, like granted, I do love how Michael Myers is just like steadily walking after people, and he's always going to catch up with them. But yeah, sometimes sure it's like, where? How is he doing that? I know, you know. And Jason, Weird. Between, Honestly, depending on the movie, he he runs or he walks. The first, the first two or three. When Friday Thirteenth with Jason, he does run. Yeah, yeah I say sometimes pretty, he runs. Sometimes it's like he yeah. does like the Michael Myers thing. Yeah. But not including the sequels, I guess, because they got more and more crazier. I was observing that the steady cam uh, couldn't have moved very fast because the way the um, victims are running. Yeah, they're kind of <laughs> oh doing boy, a they ran, running thing. just kind of like staggering. Around. They ran so slow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, if I'm running for my life, I'm not gonna like. Well, one of the cool things, mess around. One of the cool things about the way Robert England was running that glove. They said when they built it, when he he had like he planned out the whole thing with the character and how he's going to move, and he put the glove on his hand and it was heavy, so mm. it made his shoulder like ah, you know one shoulder that makes sense lower than the other one. So he said he took he was like took advantage of that, and when he ran, it was like it came. So that's it looked weird. That little thing of his shoulder being lower is what makes him running after her like so scary. It was it was creepy. It's, it's a weird thing to look at. Yeah. So okay, so so then we get to the first death, and right, was it the first death? Yeah, it was the first death yeah. of the movie, uh, which was Tina, and like her again, her and uh, Ron, Rod, dang it, her and Rod. All right, he gave her the rod. Uh, we're done having yeah. sex. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so, again, uh, he's a cracked out on heroin, apparently, which makes sense. He was real sweaty, real sweaty. So, I mean, <laughs> he was sweaty. Well, that, that, I think that was just the sex. I yeah. don't know, man. I don't know that was, was, that was a lot of sweat. Yet. They do <laughs> have effects of sweat on the movie sets. Are you sure, Ryan? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah they, like, they, they spray them down. Spray them down. I think it was the heroin. Someone well, sweats, it could have been. You know, move on. <laughs> sweats into a little bottle, <laughs> it's a little spray bottle, and they spray it on the spray. actors. Wow, that's special. Because we're getting to the part that scared me the most as a kid. This part. Oh no, this was this was the probably the scariest thing in the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Was when all of a sudden he again Tina kind of wakes up, but she wakes Ron. I keep calling him Ron. Dang it, I'm just gonna call him Ron. Fine, that's fine. Yeah, that's wakes fine, Ron yeah. up, uh, who's laying next to him. And his whitey tighties, and Ron. he pops out of the bed, and like you can see from Tina's perspective, Freddie's on top of her trying to kill her, and Rod Rod can't see anyone. And then the sheets, he pulls the sheets back, and you see her get slashed across the chest four times because he's knife glove. Um, and then oh god, I got real freaky. He started like just like she started just like floating around the like you know up in the air out of nowhere, and then he 
threw her against the wall and then started dragging her up the wall to the ceiling and she's just bleeding all over the place screaming for help and Rod's just freaking out uh, or wait no is he knocked out at that point no, no he was no, not yeah, out. Okay, I remember he, he just had to watch the, okay. to watch the whole okay, thing he got hit at one point he didn't get knocked out thanks um, but yeah I mean like she's like just up on the ceiling like crab walking style like being drug around I mean you, you don't see Freddy but you can tell he's literally like standing there with his knife stabbed into her chest just dragging her around the room and it was that was intense. Yeah, so that's that the was, best part scared me when I was oh, a yeah, that was watching insane. that for the first time. That was bad. It's not scary anymore because I watched a very good documentary on making of the the franchise called Never Sleep Again. Anyone's interested in it, I suggest you watch that one. It's on Shudder. I'm not. Um, the, otherwise, you can just buy, buy can it. Can you text me all of these documentaries we've watched on all these movies? Because I keep forgetting them. Just yeah. re-listen to our podcast. <laughs> there you go. Just listen to them. <laughs> You don't listen to them, do you? They've got a point. I Ryan. do. I do listen to them. Oh. I listen to them once. I don't listen. Go listen to them again. I got other podcasts <laughs> to listen to. <laughs> I can't. What, what other podcasts are out there besides ours? God, Ryan, you don't know, even name we anymore. The first, of I'm this. not. <laughs> don't even name anymore for legal reasons. Shut up, Ryan. Yes. <laughs> legal, legal, legal reasons. reasons. Anyways, <laughs> but the 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 scene of this movie is awesome. How they shot it. Yeah. The the whole room is a revolving room that flips. So they have the camera set up. Everything's nailed down. And they have um, the camera set up, and the cameraman's in like a airplane seat, like all buckled up to where they can't move. And the whole room rotates. There's actually guys on the bottom and on top twisting it. Oh, that's cool. not even. And that was the the scene is how they're moving that thing slowly. And yeah. so when she's climbed the wall, she's really on the floor the whole time. Right. But the camera never moves. So that's why it looks like she's walking this on it. Awesome okay. effect. That's really cool. It looks so cool. Well, good job, oh, to Tina. Wes Craven was talking about how he, when they called cut, they did that. That was the first take, one and oh, only take. Wow. Because they were like, we got to nail this the first time. It's big and expensive. So they got it the first time. And Wes Craven, when he called cut, the, the girl who was playing Tina start, is freaking out because I mean, she's very disoriented and she's in character, you know, doing Man. all this stuff. But she's she stands up and says, I can't see. I'm freaking out. And Wes Craven, it's like a, there's a like one of the bedroom windows on the bottom. He pokes his head up. And he, has, he says to her, he's like, oh, no, you're on the floor. I'm standing on the ground. You're standing on the wall, but we're both standing at the <laughs> same level. Let's, and calms her down a little bit. That's cool. Uh, but I mean, just, I mean, nowadays they would have used a computer to do all that. Yeah. And they built yeah. a huge that's revolving cool. room. I think that's awesome. That's I love cool. that, that would That would explain the whole uh, ceiling dance sequence uh, that Turbo did on Breaking to the Electric Boogaloo. Ryan, that is the exact <laughs> room they used. They used their room in that movie. Are you, did you know that already? No. Yeah, no. Are they, you shitting me? No, yeah, I'm not at all. They used the exact prop for Electric Boogaloo. Really? They just yeah. redecorated it? Yeah, they just redecorated what it. What the but fuck? It's, Are you <laughs> shitting me? They used the same room. Oh, wow. my God. They got the idea from like a Cary Grant movie. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know the name of that movie, but it's where he like dances on the walls and yeah. the ceiling. So they're like, oh, let's do that in this movie. I was watching that like a couple months ago. I was like, how did they do this Yeah, back they in used the, 80s? the same room <laughs> like from this movie. Sticky shoes or something? Oh. <laughs> No, they shoes. only use Sticky Shoes and Pippi Longstocking. Oh, now they use Sticky Shoes. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Good job, Ryan. Nailed it, buddy. Yeah, isn't that cool? That, that pretty, is cool. All right, that. Caleb. All what, right, so, so, so Tina's murdered. And of course, as I called him Ron in all of my notes, Rod is blamed because he was there. Uh, and we find out that Tina's... Uh, not Tina, sorry. We find out that Nancy's dad is the police chief, which... 
Kevin Lambert. John Saxon. John Saxon, who's informed us, is uh, the white guy in uh, in Enter the Dragon. You call him the white guy. Enter the Dragon. He pretty much was. He was. Chuck Norris. No, yeah, Chuck Norris is in that movie. Was he in that one, Enter the Dragon? I thought he was in a different one. Okay. I'm sorry. There's two two white guys. There's two white guys. (laughs) Who doesn't know Chuck Norris? Everyone knows Chuck Norris. Right. Everyone does. I think there's more than two white guys. I don't think so. I'm going to go ahead and say there's not, but that's all right. Oh, Thunder says one more. Thunder says, wait, what? Return. Wait, Chuck Norris was? See? Okay. One guy entered the dragon. There we go. Thank you. I told you. One white guy entered next the dragon. Next episode, I'll, I, have wa- I will watch every Bruce Lee movie. <laughs> That'll be our next podcast. And then I'll have every... Sure. Let's okay. do that. Let's sure. do a spinoff for Patreon users. <laughs> Bruce Lee and Hops. <laughs> Just me by myself. We give Thunder credit for that correction. Thank you, Thunder John, whose house we are in. Who's in the sound guy. of Thunder Studios. Boom. Boom. Oh, studios. Just one studio. Yeah. <laughs> I like so, it here. All right, I love so, this chair I'm sitting in. It's a good chair. You look great in it, by the way. It so, has two backs. It does have two backs. It's triangular. Kind of. <laughs> without it's the, V-shaped. V-shaped. I like triangular. And my back fits right in the middle. <laughs> so, okay. Right in the middle. So back on point. Rod. Rod has been blamed, uh, and Rod is hiding. And at this point, Nancy has caught on that things are happening in their dreams. She's kind of piecing the mystery together a bit. She doesn't know the guy's name's Freddy yet, I don't believe. Uh, no. Um, and so the next morning, the dad uses her as bait, which I thought was just hilarious. Because uh, alcohol mother, Alki mom, what was the mom's name? Queen of the vodka. <laughs> Anyone? Mom. Mom. Just mom? We'll Nancy's call it. mom. Nancy's mom. Nancy's mom, who could magically pull a bottle of vodka out of anywhere. Marge. Marge. It was Marge, you're right. Tell them Large Marge sent you. <laughs> it was Marge. It was Marge. Tim Burton, who Johnny Depp starred in movies with, all of his movies all with, who starred in this movie. Kevin Bacon. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> First Friday. That's Friday 13th. 13th. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, boys. So, so they use so, so, so Marge. So Marge again is an alcoholic, and uh, she loves vodka. And so the next morning, Nancy, she's like, "Nancy, did you sleep?" She's like, "No, I didn't sleep." Uh, she's like, "I'll sleep in study hall as a teacher." I'm okay with that, actually. I can't find well, any fault with that. Well, so, tell your students, since your students are our, our, our listeners. listeners. It's the only ones we have. <laughs> Mr. Monroe's students, thank you all. Thank you. You may listen, sleep in study hall. Sleep in study hall. Monroe said. We don't have a study hall in our non-chemistry class. So. Or yeah. math or whatever. Whatever doing. you call study hall. Not my class, because I'll call you out. Everyone knows that. Um, so, yeah. So, it's <laughs> right. You told them. I did. So, um... So I, I thought this was hilarious, by the way. So she's walking out. She's walking to school. Nancy, that is, is walking to school. And like Rod, like attempts to kidnap her. Not really. But he like pulls her into this into like this little this little bushy area. And he's got no shoes on, no shirt, but he's got his leather jacket. Don't forget. <laughs> he had time to make sure he grabbed his leather jacket before he bolted out of the, you know, have the you ever owned a leather scene. jacket? You I have. Leave those things laying around, man. I don't know where it is anymore, actually. You did own one. I, I, did. Did. I didn't think you would say yes to that. I did own one. It was brown leather. But Bring I that one. thing back. I don't know where it is. Brown leather. I don't think it fits anymore. <laughs> I used to be a, I used to be a pretty large guy. I was a biker one time. Brown leather jacket. <laughs> brown bicycle. <laughs> brown bicycle. So that's what they call motorcycles these days, dude. It's cool. I don't think so. I've owned a motorcycle. I you never called so? it a bicycle once. Continue. I've owned, I've owned two motorcycles. <laughs> Let's talk about like, a movie. Okay. Bike, so, so yeah. So so Nancy again. Rod's like Rod's like I didn't do it. She's like I know you didn't. Uh, and then of course her dad used her as bait. And they end up catching Rod, and Rod shirtless. goes to jail. Shirtless, but he had a leather jacket on uh, and blue jeans. Uh, and he goes Never to jail. Never took that off either throughout the whole movie. He, he had that thing on when he died. He wore it. You're, you're spoiler. It's okay. 
So they were supposed to watch it already. They were supposed to. <laughs> so so fast forward to Nancy in English class, and we get Surfer dude who's reading yeah. uh, Caesar no. from Shakespeare. Did you hear what I said before he said that? Yeah, he was called like, in he was, the credits. His name is Surfer. Surfer. <laughs> I feel like that's just stereotyping him, but okay. It was fairly true. So, <laughs> Surfers. So Surfer dude's White stoners. Reading, yeah, he's reading Caesar uh, of their little Shakespeare. And Nancy falls asleep in class. And and this is when you kind of get the first realization that, that they, you know, she figures out officially what's going on. Uh, which, by the way, you see creepy-ass Nancy, or sorry, Tina, who's dead in a body bag. Yeah. And she's like, Nancy... Yeah, that's pretty freaky. It was. Imagery. Oh no, the, the yeah. scary part was when she first off. Why? Why in the world would you follow a big ass puddle of blood that's just dragging in the hallway into the boiler room? Right. That says no students allowed. She broke the rules for sure. What and she do? just left class. Santa didn't show up. So, so yeah. So Santa. So, so she's she's following. The, <laughs> So she's following the puddle, and then and then what Ryan said was she, you know, you get you like see Nancy in the body bag, and her legs just lift. I know it was just her doing it, but like the way she lifted her legs and her arm up, and then she was drug away. That was creepy. Yeah, pretty that creepy. was pretty creepy. It was like like I said, there are four or five scenes in this movie that were legitimately scary. The rest of it were just like pop up stuff, but that one got me. Um, but yeah, she goes down. She goes down to the the boiler room where, as Ryan said, where no students were allowed. And uh, the first kind of battle between her and Freddy Krueger takes place. And I think that was the first time she heard the name Freddy or maybe I don't know, because I feel like she came out of it knowing the name was Freddy or was that later on? I could be wrong. Definitely. I think she when she pulls the hat. Maybe I might be mistaken. Yeah, no, that was, that, that was later when she pulls a hat. Yeah, it could yeah. be that scene. Okay, That's so, when she calls her mom out on it. She calls her mom out, yeah. Okay, so the big takeaway from the first encounter, in my opinion, with Nancy and him is while he's about, right before he kills her, he puts his arm, or, or he, she put, Nancy puts her arm on the, because they're in the boiler system, so the pipes are hot, and she burns her arm and it wakes her up. And she freaks out in her class. Ryan actually made a pretty cool note. It did seem a little bit kind of like what uh, Peter did when they uh, in, in hereditary. hereditary. Yeah, I thought that, that, yeah, was, that was a good point. His freak out in the classroom. Yeah, and so I could Holy see some. Hell. I could see. <laughs> All right, he Kevin Lambert bearing gifts. Yeah, Kevin Lambert's back with more beer. More beer. I never left. <laughs> Radio magic. <laughs> That was a practical effect. Practical. Thank you, Ryan. We just thought the best effect. The best effect. The ones that people are here for. So yeah. So now, now at this point of the movie, Nancy knows this is a dream, but it's real at the same time. Because and Lambert made a Lambert made sure I noticed it. I guess he thought I was stupid. Because like when she's running out of the hall, you can see a big burn on her forearm. And Lambert's like, Lambert's like, did you see wrong? I don't think you're stupid. I just want to make sure you catch those little things. Because we we talk a lot. We talked a lot in this one. We did, but that was good. It was fun. It makes me better. Yeah, I don't. This is a fun movie. Much. But I just know how particular particular you are in books and movies. It's true. So I was like, "That's a cool little hint, you know." Yeah, she, it was. That's how she got herself out of the dream. Yeah, that, like I said, and that she was, wakes up and it's there. Yeah, like, that, that's, that, that was that's the big sign thing number I took one away. of like something's going on here. Yeah, and so like I said, that's when Nancy is officially that this. And again, I guess too, as a viewer, you're officially like, okay. This is dreams, but it also it kind of ties into the end, the foreshadowing of. If you can bring the, you know, like the marks out of the dream, technically other things can come out of the dream, which was pretty cool. So kudos to you, Wes Craven. You handled that very well. Dream skills. Love that guy. Dream skills. Dream skills. Love Wes dream skills. Um, dream okay, skills. so then we get to probably the second scariest thing in the movie, which was the tub scene. I don't. Okay, I don't know if something happened between the 
but then or not, right? Oh, we're pointing at people. Johnson's got something. I don't know. I was just telling him he could take that one. Oh, special effects wise, you just go ahead. Yeah, ignore my fingers. I can't ignore your fingers. It's all pointing at you. They're magical, sir. Beautiful. I am a keyboard player. You are a keyboard player. You tinkle the ivories. Tinkle. Tinkle. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do from now on. I didn't before. I tinkle now. Actually, I just went and tinkled. So yeah, I guess that's that's what happens to me. All right, let's keep going. (laughs) I'm two for two to that. I just feel like I'm hogging all the more pro- than two, I'm Caleb. hogging the production notes. You, you said you had two. <laughs> His students. Well, made two big ones. Two big ones. No, no. My glass is big. I'm not talking about beers. I'm talking about like mistakes. You know, the six-year-old wife. Two slices of pie. You had? Yes, two, two big old slices of pie. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. That pie was delicious. It was. My wife made a pumpkin pie for us tonight. It was delicious. You're welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So, so anyway, so the tub scene. So Nancy's in the tub, and of course, I love her mom too. Don't fall asleep in the tub. Hundreds of people a year die from. It's just what a statistic to throw out to your daughter. Hundreds, hundreds of, of people. Hundreds of people die from sleeping maybe. in your tub. Uh, I mean, maybe that's true. I don't know. I've never fell asleep in the tub. Anyone here? If I can tell oh, a short yeah. story, one time my buddy John Guidros, him and I used to play a lot of music together, and one night we were playing at a local casino. 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 <laughs> <With> accent. Casino. <laughs> casino. Playing a local <laughs> casino here in town. <laughs> local, local casino. <laughs> and I was very tired, and I probably hung over, I'm sure. But he was picking me up at 5 to be there at 5.30. And I was like, I'm going to take a bath instead of a shower. Never a good you know, idea. Like, I'm going to read a little bit of my book, <laughs> sit here in the warm water. And I, I woke up to my phone ringing, and I answered the phone. I said, I saw John Guidros. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I said, what time is it? And so I just answered and said, hey, man. He goes, hey, I'm, out, I'm outside. I'm like, outside my house in his car <laughs> waiting for me. And I'm like, oh, man, you got to give me like 10 minutes. I, I fell asleep in the tub. And he goes, <laughs> Kevin, that's like dangerous <laughs> I, was like, I gotta go man i gotta get dressed <laughs> talk about it on the way there so yes that statistic is very true it seems true it and speaking of the tub part like uh when she was sucked down oh, into yes. the tub oh yeah i paused that part a lot when i was a kid <laughs> why titties <laughs> oh it shows well, could you see him or is she wearing a something? little bit if you no, pause you it right you can see it <laughs> Get the balls just right. Yeah. <laughs> right, had a lot of practice at that. Yeah, so, that was, I think that was a six-year-old wife too. <laughs> oh my god, she was pretty young. Go on, well, you were young too, Ryan. So it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I was like twelve. Well, that, that Nancy is sixteen. Or but how did that? How did that affect work? That scene was actually shot using a bottomless tub. A bottomless. That sounds like the worst nightmare was, ever. Well, they built a bathroom set with a bottomless tub over a swimming pool. Oh, uh, okay. So Still. she got pulled down into the swimming pool. That's that's pretty and cool. Sorry, Ryan, but it was a stunt woman who was. Oh, oh, oh was it? Nancy! It wasn't even Nancy. She was older than Nancy. Sure, it wasn't. <laughs> hey, you keep believing it was, buddy. I don't believe you. <laughs> there you go. I don't believe you. So yeah, so the that hand was, too that came up. Freddie's yeah, hand. Oh, that's that what was, I was going to say. That was the makeup guy. It was yep. the makeup guy again. Did, did the said, guy who played Freddy do anything in this movie? I think he was joking, but he said his favorite day of shooting was when he got to sit between her legs <laughs> for eight hours. That's a, that's a quote yeah. from him. That he not, said it took eight yeah, hours. That? It says Heather Langenkamp spent 12 hours in that. 12, yeah. During film. And he spent eight between her legs? 
Uh, he could have swung twelve. I don't. I wasn't sure of his wow. his quote exactly. I'm misquoting him, but that's an accomplishment. He yeah. He it's a hard day's glove. work. <laughs> it's a very hard day's work. He had to hold his breath underwater and like come up and do the whole hand thing and then pull her down. They couldn't give him a snorkel. He's a makeup guy, not a diver. <laughs> but a snorkel, you don't need to be a diver. You're trained to be a snorkel. So you're going to see, so see the snorkel in the bathtub? Well, no. Look, I took snorkeling it on a vacation extended. thing. It was like, oh, snorkeling stays above water. They're like, no, you got to go under. I'm like, well, yeah. with a snorkel? Of course. I've never any saw, sense. But you're supposed to not breathe through when you're underwater. Why are you wearing a snorkel then? <laughs> so you can breathe in the Just water. go underwater. Just go swim underwater. <laughs> have well, any of y'all seen the horror movie? Oh, so you can come up and breathe for air. The, uh, oh, have y'all seen Teeth? The horror movie Teeth? Yes, I've seen yeah. Teeth. Uh, I haven't I seen like it, but like the uh, the promo like poster I've seen looks strikingly similar to that. Really, Freddy Glove. Coming. I'll have to look at. It. Is it Teeth though? Uh, oh, she's in the tub. In the yeah. tub. Isn't that a point yeah. that she has teeth? In, she has teeth in her hoo ha. Yeah. <laughs> right in her hoo ha. Yes. 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 Oh, you'd, like, you'd like that one, Caleb. Where are we at? I'd like tub. teeth. I don't know if I'd like that. That sounds terrible. Let's just move fast. We've this has been like twenty minutes, and we're just talking about the first twenty I think minutes. It's of the more movie. than twenty <laughs> minutes. All right. Well, I'll speed it up then. All right. So uh, I wrote in my notes: Smart girl goes into dream to learn who Freddie is. That smart girl would be Nancy because again, she figured out at this point after being pulled underwater that things are going wrong. So she she's like, "Hey, Glenn." who snuck into her bedroom, by the way. I thought that was pretty Single clever. Single England. Single England. Uh, she's like, whatever you do, don't fall asleep and wake me up if I look like I'm having a bad dream. And so she sees Freddy trying to attack Ron. Rod, damn it. <laughs> to attack Rod. Uh, and then Freddy ends up trying to attack her. Of course, Glenn's sleeping because he's a douche pants. Um, and so she calls him out on it too. When she, she does. Wakes up. She's angry with him. It's like you bastard, you bastard. But then they run off and they're like, "We gotta check on Rod." And they go and she's like, "Garcia." <laughs> she's like, "Garcia, damn it, let me in to see Rod." Garcia wasn't that the name of the cop? That was. It was. That's the actor's last name. Really? You just blew my mind, Caleb. Oh. And I like how you said, "Crushed it." <laughs> like I said, what? You didn't call him sweatpants, but I forgot what you called him just now. Oh. I'll have to go back and listen to it later. <laughs> just keep going. Okay. It made me laugh. So, so yeah. So, turns yeah, out. Cool note. Garcia it, was. He was Garcia. The, the he played himself. Last name. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so Rod, poor Rod, he's just sleeping. Uh, and Freddie. Filmed in reverse, too. Yeah. Freddie. what he does. What? The whole thing was filmed in reverse. It was filmed in reverse? Well. Put that makes reverse. okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. okay. Yeah. I got you. That makes a lot of sense. So yeah. So Freddie takes the blanket and he wraps it around Rod's neck and he hangs him. You know, which I thought was mm-hmm. kind of. I don't know. I feel like you got a knife glove. Mild. Yeah. No, but mild. Hey, but I think Freddie Krueger is still. Tr- he's trying not to let himself be found out. Well, he's like, where are all these adults going to believe? The adults are going to believe he hung himself. I mean, that's true. Plus, in the in the knife another glove, though. fun fact, movie wise, the um, Rod. The actor, he was had the the on sheet heroin? around his neck. He was on heroin. <laughs> I don't. I feel bad bringing that up over and over again. I don't. The guy's twenty five years sober. Well, good, good for him. him. Good for him. Let's not embarrass him any further because he listens to this. <laughs> and I want him to feel bad about his time. Sorry, Rod. On the movie, hey zoo, hey zoo. Uh, but as he had the thing wrapped around his neck, but he had fish wires hang- holding up his shoulders, and oh. that was what made him hang there. Seems painful. And the first time they did it, they snapped. And he was actually like for like three seconds hanging. Joking. He was yeah. dying. Oh, algae. like they ran yeah. in and got him out of there real quick. But it was like he had said the fish, the fish wire scene took like three times before they actually. So he was like, <laughs> I think in that documentary, it's funny. He's like, besides my, the biggest regret besides being on heroin the whole time was 
not really selling the fact that I was being hung because he was scared by the yeah. third time they were filming it. He was like, all right, I don't want to do this anymore. I mean, because you could I'm kind of, it wasn't very believable. That was one of the least believable days. Well, that's the heroin. That's the heroin. It gets you every time. Yeah. But we're going to bring that up again. it miles away. So what happened next? So Rod is dead. And Nancy's freaking out, and she hadn't slept in days. Um, and so they take Nancy, and they're like, let's go to a sleep doctor. And so she has... The dream clinic. The dream <laughs> clinic, thank you. And so I love the doctor's line when the mom's like, what are dreams? And he's like, we don't know still. Fun d- fact, that doctor, Roger Rabbit. Oh, it was him! Thank you. I knew him from somewhere. I was like, I know this guy. I didn't guy. know that. That's Roger, Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. Get out of here. The cartoon. Who framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, yeah. Do you know the answer? Yeah, no, I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Freddy Krueger framed Roger. It was the guy who killed the cop's brother. I don't remember his name, though. It all makes sense. So, so yeah, so, so, yeah, so he's there. And besides odd placements of wires, like the one near the lip, I don't understand that. I'm not, I know I'm not a neuroscientist by any means, but I don't understand how the electron transfers from your lip to your brain affects sleep at all. It measures when you're, if you're speaking in your sleep. Talking is that what sleep. it is? Yep. Oh, I figured you could just record that, but okay. I'll trust you on that. I mean, you need a brain waves <laughs> from the lips to the brain. Okay. I'll trust you on an that outsize, An outsider's perspective. And thank you. So, so, yeah. So, the doctor, besides not knowing what dreams are, which I thought was kind of ridiculous because we kind of do know what dreams are, but that's not the point. Um, and so, they're, they're monitoring the stuff, and Nancy has a freak out moment, and then I just... <laughs> I I mean, I understand what Wes Craven was going for, trying to show that you could bring Freddy out from the dreams, but she just like has these weird three little claw marks on her, and then out of nowhere, she's she pulls this hat out, and I was just like, I was like, really? Just a hat? And she's like, I took it with me. She's like, I grabbed it before they woke me up, and I just, I don't know. I thought that was really weird and cheesy. She's just like, I got his hat. <laughs> she's just trying to show, man. She's saying that I can, I can. Well, I, I can get him to you. Right. But I don't know. It just, I don't know. I thought it was. That's when she got the white streak in her hair. That it went rogue. That's when she went rogue. She went rogue. Ryan. She went she rogue. Which was mentioned twice. Yeah. Twice. When that happened. <laughs> Sounds like something Ryan would do. <laughs> Let me mention something we've already talked about. And you didn't catch it, did you? <laughs> y'all, y'all are talking so fast. I guess. <laughs> talking so fast. Right. Sounds like some right with you. That's all I caught. Is that is that how we sound on the podcast? <laughs> no, no. no, in the in the in the room when we're watching it, the scene happened. One of us said One of oh, us she, went, she goes rogue. And looked at Caleb, oh, I said and then that. he laughed, <laughs> and then twelve <laughs> seconds go by, and then you hear she went rogue <laughs> from Ryan. Boy. Oh, <laughs> damn it! Oh, it's Ryan. okay. Generally, great like, minds think alike. God, Ryan, we're used I pulled to it, a Ryan, Ryan he amongst sequels. all of our friends who listen to this. I pulled, <laughs> he a, pulled Ryan. a Ryan. He pulled a Ryan because he always does that. Ah, so, that's why I love you. All right, so now we get back to drunk mom again because Nancy confronts her mom and she's like, "Who?" Because you you hear the mom talking to the dad. She's like, "I have the hat," and then she's she practically calls her mom out for being an alcoholic and she slaps Nancy. Oh yeah, that lady was that lady was a magician. She was. She put bottles, bottles, out of bottles everywhere. She, <laughs> towel <laughs> towel closet, <laughs> bath bathrobe. She went in her bed later at hair. night. <laughs> she pulled one out of her hair. That was wait, crazy. Wait, but we're gonna get to my favorite part of the entire movie. So, so <laughs> since we're talking about their magical powers, so again, if you listen to the last podcast, we've learned that we learned that Billy from Silent Night Deadly Night because of his Santa Claus suit had magical super strength. He knocked out a Santa Claus when he was a kid. 
and he murdered that he murdered Andy with one single hand by holding him up with Christmas lights. He was yeah. a sharpshooter with that bow and arrow. That's right. That's right. He killed someone with a toy bow and arrow <laughs> through the spine. And then we get to Nancy and her family. Again, we should have seen it coming, guys, when her mom pulled that vodka out of her butthole, apparently. She just pulled it out of nowhere. She's oh, that like, was the fourth hiding spot. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to mention that one. Yeah. So she the butthole. <laughs> so she another another advisor I have to I have to put. <laughs> Caution. Mention the BH word. (laughs) BH word. From the teacher. (laughs) All the rest of us can stay pretty clean. Really? Except for Mr. Monroe. Wow. Throw me out of the bus. (laughs) Your chair farted again, Caleb. (laughs) You keep leaning in that leather chair. Uh, Funny. (laughs) So anyways. We're in dead air, Caleb. Come on. It's gonna be a recurring theme now. So, <laughs> so Nancy comes up with she, she she derives this amazing plan. She's like, I got this idea. She calls Glenn after her rooms. By the way, her her windows were boarded up. I'm sorry, yeah, the mama, up. the mom. No, well, kind bars of they were barred yeah. up. Yeah. So the mom bars her windows up, and she calls Glenn, and she's like, Glenn, don't fall asleep. Come wake me up, at, or come meet me at the porch at twelve thirty or something like that. And so midnight, midnight, I thought twelve thirty. <laughs> Just midnight. Midnight. That was twelve thirty. All right. Just so, twelve just o'clock. 12, whatever. Or midnight. Twelve a.m. Good enough. So <laughs> meet her there, and and so Nancy's uh. like, I'm gonna say this. So Nancy's mom comes in the room. This is my favorite part of the whole movie. Nancy's mom comes in the room and she takes a whole coffee pot that's empty out. She takes her caffeine pills out. Jesse Spano. She knows that's bad. All right. Takes the whole caffeine pills, all the cups I'm out. So scared. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> If you haven't seen that episode of Saved by the Bell, please go watch that. So your then, students haven't. So they probably, teach they, them about it. They Caleb. probably haven't. So so okay. So Nancy like pretends to be asleep, and her mom has a she has a creepy ass smile too as she walks out the door. She's like, "Gadget, Nancy." Creepy. It was creepy. Drunk. Okay. Drunk smile. <laughs> okay, fine. Just she, drunk, not she was creepy. Drunk, so it may have come off as creepy, but she was just drunk. Don't just don't drunk. judge her for it. Okay, I'm judging her. So, but I'm also judging Nancy because Nancy, when the mom closes the door, her eyes pop up, and the first thing she does is she pulls this plugged in, already turned on, already worked through coffee she got maker Mr. out. Mr. Coffee brewing, ready, man. <laughs> whole thing of coffee. Ready to go. I mean, it was just the whole thing, just yeah. hiding, and she's like, "Here's my coffee." I don't know how you miss an entire... That smells. Coffee's got a great smell to it. How do you not notice that? That reminded me Mom of that... Mom was uh, drunk. Mom was real drunk, <laughs> Reminded too. me of that magician yeah, on, that has that Netflix series. Oh. And he, like, pulls things out of a backpack. Yes. And, and his wife. And one of them's just a already-made coffee pot. <laughs> but, I mean, she just freaking pulled that out of nowhere. So she here's what we learned in this she movie. She had a plan. We learned that Nancy and her mom have magical powers. They can pull things and out of anywhere. Mom is an alcoholic, and Nancy is a caffeine addict. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's this. Maybe and the, mom loves to drink. <laughs> and <laughs> and, I and like, Nancy went rogue. <laughs> <laughs> she did. It, That's dude. what I got from it. Thanks for listening to the Horror and Hops podcast. <laughs> and we're clear. And in the next scene. <laughs> Glenn got dead. Glenn, Glenn got, got oh, dead. Talk about this. Okay. Glenn got dead. Okay, so wait, but before that, though, they, they show a scene of Just Nancy. Just one in. But before that, they show the scene of Nancy who goes all home alone. Like, she starts prepping the house. Oh, She's yeah. getting ready. Well, she has a booby trap manual. She has a booby trap manual. Of course, who doesn't? Snakes? I don't know those snakes. <laughs> so she sets the I'll house tell you up. what I'm going to give you, Snakes. I'm going to give you to the count of ten. <laughs> Should I keep going? <laughs> to get your ugly, <laughs> okay. yellow, 
No good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. <laughs> All right, Johnny, I'm sorry. One, two, ten. <laughs> and there we go. We got through Home Alone. Angels with dirty faces. <laughs> which is not a real movie, by the way. Which is not a real movie. Uh, which is, but is a real serious movie. Violence is a very serious thing. <laughs> it should not be watched by any eight-year-old. Apparently what, not. Home Alone or not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue. Oh, and we've been God. brought to tears again on the Horror and Hops uh, we're podcast. We're all rubbing our eyes. <laughs> Who wants a beer? <laughs> got three with your names got on, three boys. Of them, and there are three of us. Yeah. All right, I'll, here, pass one to me. So... So again, so, so Glenn got uh, dead, like Kev said. Wait, whoa, whoa, wait, we didn't get to dead. Glenn wait, got dead. Wait, 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 wait hold on, wait, there. Brian, wait, wait. On the count of three, uh, Kevin, you two, ready? One, two, three. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it would be yours. <laughs> oh, we're so cool opening beers on microphones. <laughs> we're so cool. <laughs> You opened the podcast that way. I know I did. You asshole. So, but I didn't have a countdown to on mine. Well, I feel like we had to. Yes, we did. We counted out for five for yours. Oh, no, but that's, no one catches that one. <laughs> we counted out for five. We counted out for five Woo. on yours. Uh, listeners, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging in for seven episodes. Hang in there for eight. It can only get better. They're coming. They're the coming. of a Friday night. Yeah. So oh, I love the Friday night shows. I yeah. know they're good, right? So okay. So let's talk about Glenn since we finally get to the. Okay, I do want to say this, and I told Sing the guys, Glenn. Don't I, forget. Yes, I told the guys this before. My one scene I've seen from this movie, which I didn't know it was from this movie, I just knew it was from a uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movie, was um, was what happened to Johnny Depp. I didn't even know it was Johnny Depp for the longest time, uh, but Johnny Depp falls asleep. And his very first movie. Yeah. And, oh, that was his first? Very first movie. Oh, wow. He got his cherry popped in the worst way possible in the first movie. Come on, poor guy. So Freddy's arms literally reach yeah. up. And can, can we also talk about what he was doing, by the way? And I, I know, because, uh, by the way, I, I'm a teacher if you haven't caught on by now, right? <laughs> so my students do this, apparently. My, I, my students all the time tell me, they're like, yeah, you know, I listen to my, I listen to, you know, Spotify or Apple Music while I'm watching Netflix or reading. I don't know how people do that, but but that's what Glenn was doing. One in Glenn. All right. He, teenagers. <laughs> teenagers, yeah, apparently. He was listening to his... Uh, his record player, it was his record player, uh, with headphones and then watching Vinyl. TV. Vinyl, sorry. But wait, what was he was watching? What was he watching, guys? No, Remembers? it was Nancy watching Evil Dead. I don't no, know what I know he was that. watching. What was oh, he yeah, watching? he was watching uh, the nude pageant. Miss yeah. Nude America. Miss Nude America. Miss Nude America. Told us what he told his mom. He, yeah, yeah, he straight up told his mom. He's like, I'm just watching Miss Nude America. It was probably a joke. Miss Nude America never came on TV. Primetime cable <laughs> TV. Ryan would have time, man. It was like believe me, I know. Forty-five at night. Yeah, it, it was, was late. Even, yeah, night. that's he perfect time up. for him. That's, he, maybe that's the time came my mom was like, "Hey, stop watching the X Files." Maybe late yeah. night USA, and it blurred out. Really, <laughs> Ryan? You know a lot about when things were blurred out and on what channels they were. Hey, USA. Joe Bob Briggs used to be on USA way back in the day. Monster Vision. Wow, you're right though. It's hard to say, Joe Bob. Good Rob. <laughs> let's move on. Okay. So, anyways, so, move on far. So Glenn like, is. Let's Glenn, jump. Glenn, okay. Well, so Glenn, Glenn dies. Glenn dies. He gets he gets dragged into. <laughs> we gotta talk about that sequence. Yeah, Actually, no. there is a sequence. There, he gets right? dragged yeah. into the. He gets dragged into the bed out of nowhere because Freddie Arms pull him in. There's this big gaping hole, and then 
Blood for days. Blood geyser. Blood geyser. Well said, sir. Well said. That scene was shot in the same room as Tina's death. The rotating rotating room. room. I thought you were about to say break into electric boogaloo. Well, same room. Same room. 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 It is the same room, Ryan. But this one, actually, it's hard to see in the movie because they put it in slow motion, but it malfunctioned. Yeah. Really? The the blood is water. Like they didn't use like fake blood. They just used like gushing water. It so looks it like, like water. a geyser effect. And it came in so hot that when it came in, it was upside. The room's upside down. Right. Because when we're, we're seeing it, it looks like it's like a geyser. Right. Shooting into the sky. But it was just falling down. But it was ah, falling down. Just but falling it, down. it got so heavy that the room started tilting to one side. And then it started uh, going back and forth and back and forth. And then it just started flipping. And then the uh, the the guy who was pouring the water, they didn't. They just forgot. They forgot about this little safety feature. He's pouring the water down to the hole through the bed, and as soon as all that water hits the light fixtures, he starts getting electrocuted. Oh my gosh! Oh. Power goes and out. Power goes out, and then the room starts flipping and stuff like that. So all that's one take. Oh my goodness! Uh, because they couldn't do it again because things were just equipment. Was almost destroyed killed someone, and people were almost killed. Wow! But uh. Still, when you're watching it, you have no idea that's happening. You just think of like, this is crazy. That is crazy. But if you slow it, if you watch it and you're watching the blood, it is moving like back and forth on the ceiling. Yeah. Which is cool because it's just upside down and that, that house is, pretty is cool. rocking back and it's forth. cool effect anyways. And they yeah. cleaned up all that blood and filmed Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> West, West Craven noted that the room spinning the wrong way was like a Ferris wheel from hell. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a good way he to put was it. Actually, yeah. I'm glad he said that. He was the one in the camera seat that time. Like He buckled himself up and was filming it mm-hmm. and saying, like, I'll be the one to film this one because it's kind of crazy. And then pff, it backfired on them. And that scene, inspired by the elevator scene from The Shining. Ah, oh, that makes blood. sense. My favorite scene in that movie. Mm-hmm. That I was love gross. That part. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> we should do an episode on that. <laughs> on the Shining? Yeah. No. Check it, it out in the archives. Yeah. Oh, Mission our archives, Ryan. Tell them where they can find the archives. We have archives? <laughs> do we, Ryan? <laughs> yeah. Where? You can find <laughs> our episodes on <laughs> iTunes, <laughs> Google Play, Spotify, and all other podcasts. <laughs> Ryan, that is the second time we've set you up for gold and you have let us down. Uh, <sighs> all right, well, moving on. You know Ryan. I was joking, right? I don't think you were, Ryan. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> so now we come to the end of the movie. Okay, Nancy yeah, went just, rogue. The end of the movie. So I just want to go, rogue. I'm just going to go on record and say it. I was very disappointed in the ending. So was Wes Craven. Oh, good. I'm glad we're on the same page because all this build up to this dream terror and him haunting these kids' nightmare. I, now, I, I thought it was beautiful. I'm not beautiful, but I thought it was brilliant you know, bring him out of the dream. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, she brought him out. But then it, it then I made the joke a minute ago, it, it well, probably 20 minutes ago, I can't tell this point, right? Whatever it was, but that it went home alone on us and like she turned into this weird badass. Yeah, and I like, get Freddy, it. come and get me. Yeah, come I and get, get me, Freddy. Exactly, and I get it. She was a bit crazy at that point because she hadn't slept in like a week, but I don't know. I just, I it lost a lot of the movie. Really, at that point, I was kind of like, really. That I was scene, like, this is happening. A chase scene. That scene when she was outside yelling for him. Yeah, like, I'm here. I'm yeah. here. Yes. <laughs> oh, and when she falls it's out, cheesy. when she falls out the window, like you, you could see, oh, yeah. uh, like you said, you oh, could yeah. see the uh, the the sheets on the padding. She falls yeah, onto, you can like, see the padding up. she falls on. It reminded me of that scene. Reminded me of the Home Alone scene. Hey guys, I'm not afraid anymore. Yeah. I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a deer, your horse's ass. 
<laughs> but I mean, that's what it felt like. It really did. Like at that point of the I'm movie, I'm calling the cops. Yeah, I was kind of like, what's happening here? This was a, a movie that was pretty. Like, this was a terrifying villain, and now he's getting hit in the chest with a, a sledgehammer. And then uh, the, I, I won't lie, the whole the you know shotgun gunpowder that she put into the light bulb, that was the, cool. The tripwire, that was pretty yeah. cool. But she went all Rambo on him. I was like, what? I mean, yeah, that's I like, not just booby traps. That's like that's. That's Navy SEAL that's, shit. Yeah, that's, I like the uh, that's that real. big ass sledgehammer she hung from the ceiling. That was a huge, yeah. <laughs> what the, yeah. What the fuck did that? Come now the from? scene where he set on fire. Yes, that was cool that thing. was cool. One shot. Oh, it had to be stunt man. One shot. You could tell he won best what, stunt of the year guy? for that scene. Whoa! Oh, yeah. They lit him on fire, and he was only supposed to run up once, and he got up. The, I mean, the second time was scary. My throat just made a weird Heard noise. <laughs> Fun fact, that was the makeup guy. He's covering for me there. And when she knocked him back down with the door, that he was, got back up again. And they, okay. said, they said when he fell down, they thought he was dead. They really? like, no one has ever been on fire for a stunt that long. Yeah, no, he was on fire. It was a one, you, I mean, you could see film-wise, because it was the 80s, you could tell, they're like, there were no cuts. It was, yeah. he literally got, and I thought that was cool. Now, that was, I did like that, the idea of, oh, you bring him down, you know, he was burned alive, so when you bring him back out, you burn That's him again. That's his biggest fear. Remember exactly. that? He starts, yes. like, kind of shivering. He's like, ooh, He does, ooh, he gets ooh, scared. Ooh. He, like, starts freaking out. Yeah, yeah, and then it got, again, then it got campy again at yeah. the end. But that scene was fire, though. <laughs> it was lit. <laughs> There you go. So the kids are, are you talking about days. the campy, like the stepmom scene. Yes. Yeah. It's so Wes Craven. I think that's what Kevin was talking about. Him being up, upset. He wanted the ending to be where Nancy says she realizes Freddie can only hurt her in dreams. In dreams, yeah. And says you can't hurt me anymore. She turns her back to him and, and he, he disappears. He, he, he weirdly, it he is, weirdly that, turns into blue that sparkles. That itself is kind of yeah. It's, it's when the <laughs> mom wait the step stepmom no mom the, the mom, mom. Marge. Marge, yeah. Marge. yeah Marge the whole that part was I thought that part was terrible too like they show up and Marge is getting murdered and the I just I don't know it didn't get the whole I get her and the I guess the ex husband maybe at that point uh, they clearly weren't married or weren't together still but the 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 chief of police uh, you know he walks in and he sees his ex wife slash wife getting murdered and then she's like just a skeleton body and she literally just like falls into this blinking yeah. glowing. Darkness. I, think, I think the point of that was for Nancy to be like, "All right, Freddie, I'm, I'm, I'm coming for you." Yeah, well, you, just killed, got, you just killed my mom. Yeah, like, I know, I, I know I, to get you now. I guess I get that, but like, I just, I don't know. The, the dad, she's like, "I got this, Dad," and he's like, "All right, cool, I'm out." <laughs> then there's the whole question again about like, what's a dream, and what's not. No, the last okay. twenty minutes of that movie is yeah. like, who's it was dreaming? Inception. Like, what's, it was Inception, it was Inception. like, yeah. which I guess is not fair How to say because Inception is more like it. Yeah, yeah. The is question the top is still spinning. When, when did she wake up? Did she wake up at all? Clearly, she. Didn't wake up at did all. She bring, did I don't she think, bring him back yeah, from the dream? I was about to say, that was, was she still dreaming? That was the only. Okay, so that was what I did like about the ending was. Okay, sorry, jump to the straight ending here. So it makes it seem like all, and you could kind of tell something was up though because all of a sudden the the mom's like, oh yeah, everything's great now. I don't have to drink anymore. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I just don't feel like I drinking anymore. I just don't anymore. feel like it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and she gets into the convertible with her friends who are alive again, and the top closes on its own, and it's Freddie's, you know, his sweater, red and green. Red and Which green. I forgot to mention, red and green. The, re- the reason. Wes Craven picked red and green is because he read some article that said red and green together is like physically hard for the eyes. That's like, hard for the yeah, eyes. He, originally, he wanted red. which is weird that it's Christmas colors. Like everyone decorates everything red and green. It's true, but it is like scientifically the eyes do not. It's the cones in the eyes. Yeah, they don't they receive don't, the frequencies receive too them. well. Originally, he wanted red and yellow. Oh, okay, and I didn't know it to that. red and green. Nice. 
That's why, well, if you ever noticed, there's no fast food restaurants with red and green. I never thought about that. It's actually true at all. I noticed the hood no. was red Monroe and green, world? but I no. thought, always thought it was red and black. You heard it from Mr. Monroe. Google it. But, Ryan, you were talking. Now that y'all noticed the hood, I noticed the hood on the car. Yeah, we're talking about it's red and green. Yeah. I always thought the sweater was red and black. The hood. Yeah, it's red and green. Red and green. Yeah, it's red and green. Dark green. So, but yeah, it does kind of, yeah, it kind of begs the question at the end. The begs, hood. That's not a word. But the end of that movie, Wes Craven was not happy. Him and Robert Shea were feuding over the ending. Really? Mm-hmm. Wes Craven wanted um, a happy die. ending. Well, he just wanted her to walk out and he say, oh, it was all a dream. Out and yeah. It was all a dream. Uh, that would have made more sense. Uh, Robert Shea wanted a Freddy ending to set up more sequels. That makes sense. So they compromised. For more money. They compromised. A Jason ending. A yeah. yeah. Bloody Valentine. Yeah. Which like doesn't make a whole movies. lot of sense. My interpretation would be that whole last 20 minutes was a dream. Right. And she died. But apparently she returns in part three. Yeah. So. Well, but there's a lot of... Really good horror movies. I can pull that off. Like the only ones coming to mind right now that I, can, I know the only person I've seen is Kevin. But House of the Devil, yeah, by Ty West. It's a newer horror movie. We know I, I love. We could watch movie. it, but it ends on a note of just like, oh, there's no jump scare. There's no this or that. It's just like a, oh, that was the ending. Mm-hmm. Like it's over. And I feel like that's how Wes Craven wanted to end this movie, and he said that, but because of the the money on the fact that Friday the Thirteenth, the first one was only popular because. Well, I won't say only popular, I guess that sounds bad for the movie, but the last shot is what everybody talks about. Right. As the scare shot. And they did one in every single movie after that. Right. And they still do it today. Like we watch The Conjuring, it's like, oh, the movie's over. And then, you know, there's something, there's always something that pops up. Yeah. I agree so with you. I like that he kind of met, but that's what he said. He was like, Bob Shea was his his partner in all this. He was like, I'll right. give him some things. <laughs> but it is the part that makes me laugh the most. When her mom's like pulled through oh, the, because it's yeah. obviously like it's a, bad. A, a mannequin. It is. It's like terrible. Sucked through this window. <laughs> it's like super, tales from the crypt. Super fat. I mean, as soon as the the thing closes, the hood on the I said, I said the hood, the cover of the car is closing, yeah. and she just like mother, 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 mother. Johnny, oh Johnny Depp's like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing, I'm not doing this. this. I'm not the one doing this. Yeah, Bob yeah, Shea wanted. Freddie to be driving the car. That right, would have been yeah. cool. Which actually on that on the Blu-ray we watched it on. If we if we load so special features, there are six different endings to that movie wow. that they shot. One's with the the one they put in the movie. The other one is the uh, the the car closes and Freddie's driving. And there's one where the car closes and the car Freddie becomes the car. Mm-hmm. They made so many endings to that movie to try and make the jump thing. Yeah, and I just don't feel like it really. Maybe back in 84 it did in the theaters. Obviously it did because there were so many sequels. But I just, I, I like the movie to where you're like, oh, that was really scary. And then the survivor survives and then they're in the hospital and that's when the credits roll. It's like, yeah. right. hey, that's that's a good ending. It was all a dream. Yeah, That would have that been a good yeah, ending. Yeah, it's all a dream. That would have been on. really cool. But they always have to plan for sequels. Back always. Then. And they do it today too. They do it all the time today. But that was really, that, I mean, that's... It's a fun movie. It was a fun movie. Nightmare on Elm Street, 84. That, that movie Classic. saved New Line Cinema. Really? Yeah, that, that I think it was... Was it their first? Like, not <laughs> the first second. movie, but... So New Line Cinema's first movie was Alone in the Dark okay. in 82. Yeah. Hmm. And it had done so terrible. Now, I know Alone in the Dark is cult classic now, but it had done so terrible, they were on the verge of bankruptcy. Wow. And Nightmare on Elm Street brought them out of that. That's pretty cool. 
Well, but they did lose to one movie on opening weekend, <laughs> right, Kevin? First two weekends. First, oh, two weekends. Lost, to, lost to our last episode's movie, <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night. Uh, How that happened. I really, I think it's... I couldn't tell you. Well, we, we know were, what franchise won. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah. Silent yeah. Night, yeah. Deadly Let's Night. I mean, they, about, they made about the same amount of movies. They made about the same amount of movies. <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night has... Five in a remake. Yeah, but I don't think Harley. <laughs> they I have six in a remake on Nightmare on Elm Street. I, I don't know this for sure. I don't think any of those sequels made no, it to I, theaters. No, I don't believe they did. Oh, uh, the yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street uh, franchise sequels, like, all probably did. Oh, there's, pretty a, there's, well. an, there's an Elm Street TV show that it was out. There in the was, 80s. yeah. Mm-hmm. I never watched it. Like it the but the there TV was. series Freddy's Nightmares or something. They even made a remake of it. They made a remake. Will Smith did a song about it. Yes, yeah. he did. That's it. <laughs> Nightmare on Fresh My Friends. Street. Friends. You don't know yeah. that one, Ryan? No, I don't remember that. On My <laughs> Street. Yeah, Nightmare on My Street. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. But they do have a, oh, uh, what's them? Casey from the Bad News Bears. Carrie? Casey? Casey. Casey. Bad News Bears. So. He's the one who played Freddy Krueger in the remake. Really? Friday oh, that's him? Um, Friday 13th. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's his name? Jackie Earl. Jack. Jackie Earl Rorschach. Haley. Yeah. Jackie, Jackie Earl Haley. Rorschach. Also played a pedophile weird guy in a movie called Little Children. It's a great movie, but he's weird, that one. He's a pedophile. That sounds like yeah, a He like, cool. masturbates to a playground. Like, sitting oh, in a car. He was that's, Rorschach. That's never good. He was that already, Ryan. in that Thanks, one. Thanks, buddy. Rorschach. Watchmen, yes. And Watchmen. Also a yes. good movie. Yeah, that's what... Oh, that's the first I'm hearing of that. Thank you. He had a part in Preacher. I ne- never saw it. You never he saw wasn't in Preacher? Preacher? What was he in Preacher? Well, he gained a little weight. He was in Preacher. Came in a little late. I'd have James to look Haley. I trust you. I'd Jackie Earl Jackie Earl Jackie Earl Haley. Haley. James Earl Jones is who you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Darth Vader? Darth Vader was in it, people. Or the voice of Darth Vader. Well, speaking about being in it, people, we're going to be in it tomorrow we are? for Kayla's birthday. Oh, yeah, my birthday's Happy tomorrow. Happy birthday, Kayla. Yeah, what oh, a birthday yeah. present. Thanks, guys. So glad I got to watch that movie Forgot. with you. More hey, beers look, tomorrow. You're going to watch the scary movie tonight and watch two college football games tomorrow. I'm excited about Probably it. Probably two NFL games. We'll see how many TVs. No, there's no, no NFL games Eagles tomorrow. Got for us. They're not tomorrow? Mm-mm, just all Sunday. All Sunday. <sighs> Blue Go Colts. Again. The day that this is, uh, this is releasing, there's also something else special that's coming out in this day. Caleb, you want to tell us about that? Yes. <laughs> I don't have the info, or otherwise me, I would. But You caught me mid-sip. Sorry. Uh, I forgot what we were going to talk about. Oh, I know. Wow. Caleb is, a, uh, Caleb is an, a published author. I do write books. Um, he has more than two, but for sure two that are accessible right now that are yeah, easily have. accessible. I've read both of them. Breaking Free. Yes. I almost said Road to Laferne, but it's not The Road, Battle. The Battle of Laferne. Yes. Sorry, Laferne. It's okay. I no. like the books a lot. I appreciate that. Very um, good books. Check out his newest one. Caleb, tell us about your new one. So yeah, so sorry, by the way, yes, this is a selfless plug. I don't feel bad about it because they make me watch scary movies. So it's the one credit I get. Um, so yeah, so I've written two books uh, and they're available on Amazon. If you type in my name and the book titles, they'll pull up. By the way, there is like a famous Caleb Monroe out there. That's not me. Oh. He makes a lot of money writing like real comic books and stuff. That's not me. So I wish it was, but it's not. Not um, yet. No, yeah, not yet, hopefully. Um, but no, the, uh, by the time you're listening to this, my book will have been out for a, a little over a week. It comes out January 2nd, uh, but it's called The Cedar's Gift. So if you type that in plus my name, um, it is my newest book that takes place in the same book universe. I'll put it that way as my other two books. But you don't have to read the other two. So if you're listening to this, and you're like, I didn't know you wrote books. That's fine. You don't have to read the other two. You can pick this one up. And it's almost a completely separate story with little hints that tie back into the other two. Um, but it takes place on a different planet. And there is a sentient metal 
we'll put it that way, uh, that is slowly creeping across the surface of the planet and encasing everything in metal. And one poor girl has woken up and has found her already barren world, you know, that's just in even more of a state of turmoil. And it, it's kind of a kind of my my take on. It's a little bit of politics too. I won't lie. It's kind of some if you, if you know it, it's geared towards young adults, uh, you know, like high school kids and stuff. But if you're a little older and you you understand, you know, how the real world works, you can uh, you can take some more fans of John Grisham stuff. Uh, clearly, yes, definitely, just like that, <laughs> just just like Caleb's that. a regular Grisham, a regular. <laughs> Thank you. So, so yeah, so Just that's coming opinion. out. It'll be out uh, again uh, January 2nd, so by the time this is out. Uh, and then the sequel to that one I've already written, uh, it'll come out probably at the end of 2019 as well. So lots well, of we'll things keep, coming up. We'll keep listeners posted on all that, kid. Appreciate that. I'm happy for you. Thank you for letting me do that. Now I'll check it out as well. I didn't know you had it coming out so soon. Oh, I do. So I'm ready I'm ready to read that. Thank you. So let me let me bring this up. Okay, Ryan, bring it up. Speaking to uh, some close friends who are friends. big fans of the Us. podcast. Well, thank you. And um, tell your wife we love her. I will. Uh, she's not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> tell her we love her anyway. I will. Uh, but uh, they said they asked if uh, like did we how we planned our next podcast. And I was like, actually, we most of the time we don't know till after the current one is done, and then we talk about it. Yeah. But then I was like, we got the next. Uh, we got the next three, four, three lined up. Yeah, three yeah, lined up. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We don't tell you, Caleb. And, I mean, and they I were like, well, why don't y'all mention them at the end? So uh, or just the next one, so we can prepare. And I was like, well, the only time we did that was with Hereditary, and we made a week ahead of time post because we didn't we thought maybe a lot of people hadn't seen that so we was like watch you. the movie so do we want to announce what our next podcast I think you is should right i think Go we should yeah all right episode eight will be what <laughs> my probably favorite classic horror movie of all time the original texas chainsaw mask oh yes, no sir. the beer yes. will be is a tba but we'll have a good hmm. beer with that tbd Oh. It's, yes, to be determined. TBD and TBD. We will determine it and then we'll announce it. I do want to say I ha- and I think I've told you all this. I have I've actually seen the remake one with Jessica Biel in it. Yeah, I mean I, I say it's good, I think it was good. A, actually it was a great remake. Yeah, it was very good. Remake, but there is something about the original. I, I, it doesn't hold a candle to the original. Well, no, no, I, I wouldn't say all, that. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. I thought the I thought the remake was. Like, very scary. Well, the only reason I watched the remake was because I was in a room with a bunch... It was a bunch of... It was when I was in high school. And there were a bunch of, like, you know... There were a bunch of girls there watching it. So I was like, I can't be the only guy in the room who leaves. So I sat there and, like, cried in front of them instead. That really, really put me up, you know. Boy. Wait till you see the original. I don't want when to. I, I'm going to, though. When me and my wife were, um, were dating at the time... Was she six? I took her to see it. <laughs> And uh, when the credits rolled for the remake, we saw remake. And when the credits was rolling, I was I looked over to her, and she just had this dead stare on her face. She was like, "Just take me home. <laughs> just take me home. Just Don't take me, me home. The remake, take me right the remake now. is, le- is it was legit scary. scary. Yeah, but the original, there's just something about it, and we'll talk about it. How oh, the great. way it was filmed wait. and everything. Yeah, it's uh, it's freaky. So as next episode, hell. 1974's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Just take me home and take me now. 
Right, Ryan? Yeah, that, that's what <laughs> that happened. <went>. <laughs> that's what happened. That's how that went down. <laughs> well, we appreciate everyone who downloaded this. Well, this has been awesome. Yeah. I like As the always. classic horror movies. I'm glad we watched this one for Me sure. Too. And I just like hanging out with you guys. I can make it through All these. Ryan, I love hanging out with you so much. I love hanging with this my is a, bros. This is a fun time. <laughs> and especially in the sound of Thunder Studios. Thank you, Thunder. Yes, thank you, Thunder. today. And we like your house. His sound bar is better than mine, by the way. Ooh, that it was is. awesome. Man. That first, that first little that 10 seconds sequence. was, yeah, that was, that was, my ears were rattling. That was, was awesome. Intense, thunder. I thought I had a big one. <laughs> Thunder's is bigger. <laughs> we are on all social media platforms and all streaming platforms. Maybe not, maybe not all, but most, most of them. Most. Please check us out. After you've listened to this, thank you for listening to it. Go on iTunes, leave a review. The reviews help us grow. Five the ratings help us grow. Give us five stars. We love you for five stars. We do. As far as for the titty counters out there, <laughs> I have a prize in mind for you. Miss Monroe will be in touch. This has been the Horror and Hops podcast. Ryan, Kevin, Caleb. Mm. I'm Kevin Lambert. Thunder over there on the Sound of Thunder Studios. <laughs> Thank you very much. Happy New Year. Thanks, Trapel. Triple. Triple. Yes, and the New Belgium, Belgium Trapel. Not from the country. I'm going to keep calling it Trapel. We out. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs>